Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. Welcome to another episode of the Lonely Heart Sports Podcast. The NBA Finals are in game are are going into Game Four tomorrow night. A lot of hockey still to be played as the Avs await their opponent for the Stanley Cup Finals. And we also have a few other things on topic as well. But we begin today with some golf talk. The PGA Tour finally has competition. The Live Golf in the Series invita- Invitational Series. Finally, like, is on the ground. It's up and running. They had their first events in London. They had their first events in London today. They have, they they've got some. They've got some pretty decent. They've got some a few big names in there. Um, the PGA, honestly, not happy about what's happening. There, there's just a lot to like unfold in regards to what is happening, like in the golf world with the live golf, with live golf, how the PGA is responding to it. And just like about the game of golf in general, I know that the golf, golf is your thing. I'm going to let you take it from here. Uh, that I'm going to let you take it from here, my guy. All right. So yeah, it's officially official now. Like me and you've been talking about this. What feels like a while now. We've been um, talking about for months. I mean, like we, it was all speculation and everything, but here we are. Yeah. So they finally got going and they have like, uh, more, I would say more of a stack field than I would have thought, like with the two clear headliners being Phil Mickelson and DJ for this weekend. Um, but even the uh, Charles, uh, Charles Swartzel, um, the, who's in the lead right now, won the 2011, he's the 2011 uh, Masters winner. Um, and we clearly, was it last night or two nights ago, we finally got reports that Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau and Ricky Fowler all plan to join the Live Golf League as well. Um, so with those three joining, I am kind of confused at what they're going to do with, because clearly we all know that they're supposed to have the 48 players because the four man teams and stuff. So I, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but I mean, I was impressed today with the broadcast of live. Like I didn't know what to expect with it just being on lives, Facebook and YouTube. And then clearly their website was the only place it was like streaming on. And I was actually impressed with the broadcast of it. Like it seemed to go pretty smoothly for the most part for their, really first ever golf tournament it seems like like we've been talking about for a while, but it seemed like over just the past probably month now, like we finally realized like, okay, this thing's actually going to be a real thing that's going to happen. And I thought it went nicely. I mean, clearly like you're not going to get the top, top players in the world. Like we're used to seeing in the PGA tour, but I mean, you got a good stack or not. I wouldn't be surprised if more guys now, like will come over seeing like how much money, like, players who they think they can beat winning this much money considering most of them are probably be walking home if they come in 48th place they're going to be walking home with still a nice paycheck they're going to be walking away with $120,000 if they come in dead fucking last yeah and you might need to finish like to get that on the PGA Tour for a tournament you might need to finish like top 40 yeah top 
No, not top I would say, 20. I would, no, I would say probably like 25. Like I think the top like, 25 depends on the side. Depends on how big the tournament is. Like if it's the John Deere, like yeah, you're probably gonna have to finish in like the top 10, the top 25. You need to win, you need to win the John Deere to win that much money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it is it is nice. Like the final you guys are like I like the team aspect of the golf. Um, and you can kind of tell the PGA is worried with how they responded today with. Clearly, you saw their comments basically saying all the players that join this and plan to join it will be um, suspended from the PGA Tour. But most of the guys, like, withdrew. Um, like, DJ just um, not withdrew his card or rescinded his card. So the PGA can't technically suspend him. If he wants, like, after a year, if he wants to come back after a year, they have to let him back. So there's going to be clearly legal issues with that because if he tries to come back in a year and says, yeah, I just wanted to try that out and see how it went. Um he's allowed to come back in the PGA and Jay Monahan can't do anything about that because that will bring up a whole lot of legal issues, which might be an issue already with. There's already issues with this. Like you're just going to start pouring gasoline into the fire and it's just going to go up and it's literally going to go up in flames. The flames are just going to get bigger as this like goes on. Yeah, I know. And it it really is. And I'm curious to see where it's going to go because, like I said, the PGA with how they reacted today, it kind of felt like a force and a panic move by them to kind of react because let's be honest, I would probably say clear. I don't have this hazard for me. I would think more people probably watch the live golf today rather than the, um, the Canadian tournament, the RBC open or whatever it's called. I mean, I watched the RBC mainly just because like I had it on in the background on my TV and I didn't want to turn my laptop on. I probably will actually pay more attention to the live golf tomorrow just because I do want to see how, how it looks and everything. Um, and I'm then the fact that I don't, then the fact that other than Roy McElroy and Justin Thomas, I have no fucking clue who's in the RBC open. I know a bunch of Canadians are because like they choose to golf in this tournament, but other than that, no idea. Yeah. And I think what's going to attract a lot of new players to come to this live as well is the fact that there's only clearly as we see this thing become like growing, growing through the years, they might put in more tournaments. But for right now, they only need to golf in eight tournaments a year. And for a lot of guys with the schedule right now, PGA Tour players, they're golfing. That's a 47-week schedule. Um, If they wanted to play, clearly players don't play in every tournament, but that's still 47 weeks of golf. And they have to pay for their own travel and caddies. Whereas now you see what the Liv is doing. Like they're paying the players caddies for them. So the players don't have to worry about that. I'm pretty sure Liv is like covering the travel for them as well. So it's like, you look at this and like the PGA is going to have to respond and change if they want to keep their players with that aspect. Because right now you're looking at players. I mean, I was listening to Max Homa on, um, they were talking about a uh, four play a couple of weeks ago. And he said, basically like for the first couple of years of his career, he was bringing home like $17,000 a year because he clearly wasn't winning tournaments and struggling to make cuts. And, that's what's going to happen with not this guaranteed money. And that's why you saw the PJ last year when the first ever reports about this came out, they wanted to, uh, they put in the pip just so cut, like clearly the superstars were going to get paid more because that's, let's be honest, that's the PJ's main concern. Cause if they keep losing, if they keep losing their stars, more and more broadcasting companies are going to pull out and would rather go to live than the PGA because all the people care about, like all these broadcasting companies care about as much as right now they're saying, Oh, it's like, where's this money coming from? Yada, yada, yada. They're not going to care when, if the live starts bringing in more money in the PGA, they're all abandoned ship as well. But I do think this is a good thing as well for the PGA tour to kind of change up their model. Cause a lot of 
people I feel would probably more prefer instead of every week I just like we we talk about this all the time like we don't have golfers like that we like yeah we have like guys we like but it's like we never really cheer against anyone so it'd be fun to gather that team aspect but this is the live coming in is a really good thing for the PGA Tour in my opinion and know the saying like rising tides raise all ships and if the PGA can change and adapt to this I'm sure a lot of players would go back to the PGA Tour if it was guaranteed money and maybe like a lesser schedule, um, more of a team and not even, you don't have to do every tournament, like a team aspect, just like have some sort of team aspect throughout the year with some, with some of this stuff. And I, this is far from being over at this point, because we all know how much money the Saudis have. So this saga right now is just the beginning and we're just getting the service of what's actually going to happen with everything. Like clearly you're not going to see the players like the Rory or the Tigers go over because let's be honest, they have all the money in the world where they don't need to worry about going over there. And that's well, Tiger's never going to go over there anyway. So he's probably going to retire. It's, he's probably going to retire and golf on the Champions Tour more than be more than go over to the Live Golf. Right. And that's why you see a lot of these older guys as well that are going to the Live Golf. It's like they're doing this because the PGA they're not able to golf in the PGA and the in the Champions because they didn't meet the qualifications of how many tournaments you needed to win and this and that. And so it's like, well, now you see all these older guys, like you got the Lee Westwoods, um, excuse me, and all these older guys going over there because it's like, well, I still want a way to secure money for my family because at the end of it, that's all it is. But I do want to go back to like Rory's comments saying like, if you're doing stuff for money in your life, it's the wrong thing. It's kind of hypocritical for Rory to say with how much money he gets from his endorsements and stuff. Um, I don't like it because all these guys at the end of the day, unfortunately, money makes the world go around for everyone. And all these guys want to do is like get generational wealth for their families and make sure like their families are set up and going to be good long after he's done golfing. That is why like, I don't care like what these guys do. Like, I don't care where the money people are saying it's sport washing. Me and you've talked about this as well before every other, mostly every other big sporting league sport washes by going to Saudi Arabia. I mean, the PGA tour allows the guys to go golf in the WGC over in Saudi. You see F1 racing in Saudi all the time. You see a bunch of these football clubs, mainly bought by, City, Saudi, yeah, being bought by Saudis and stuff and people not batting an eye about it because guess what? They, they're, they want their money coming as well because let's be honest money into that sport is going to be good for all these reporters and all these other things. And right now, most of these reporters, I think, are worried because they're kind of in bed with the PGA Tour, in my opinion. And that's why they're, like, making a fuss about it because if all these reporters were offered a lump sum of money to go over there as well and report on it, they would as well. So, the th- so I've got – so I, I'm going to be all over the place here. I'll, I'll admit it. First things first. The PGA Tour is legitimately scared at this whole situation. They are literally scared because the thing is, though, is like when we talked about it months ago, we thought that maybe like the whole idea would get squashed. Remember how like Phil came out, like the whole Phil saga with the comments and then the Rory comments and then people were saying, oh, I'm not going to go join this. And now all of a sudden you have legitimate like golfers like that they're not big names anymore but they still do carry some weight joining the live golf's invitational series because of the fact because of the financial ramification because of the financial aspect 
because uh, because of the guaranteed money, because they have more freedom of uh, schedule compared to the PGA Tour, and just because like the PGA Tour like doesn't take care of its players. So I legitimately think that the PGA Tour is scared, not just because of like the people, not just because of who is going, who is already in the live golf, but who potentially could join as well. Because the thing is there is that live golf is on the ground. They've got they they're on the ground. They're up and running and everything. You said this. They don't have broadcasters yet. They don't have sponsored money either coming in. It's literally just backed by the Saudi backed by the Saudi consortium fund, who is where they're getting all this money from. Okay, and if live if this live golf like the first event in London like has good popularity, their second one is here in the United States. Like there could be a good chance that like they get a good they get a good broadcasting deal with like a major network. Like it would not surprise me if somebody came, somebody like Fox came into Fox came in and said, Hey, like we want to add live golf because like we need sports, more sports coverage here in the United States. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me if like, it wouldn't surprise me if like BT sport or sky sports over in the United Kingdom picked it up. It wouldn't surprise me if like whatever sports networks like around the world, pick this up and get to cover this. Not that way. It's just not shown on YouTube or Facebook or on the website. And then, yeah. And then sponsors, like sponsors will come. They will see the financial aspect of this. They will see how much money can come in and be generated from this as well. And the PGA tour legitimately should be afraid as to like what can happen in terms of broadcasting and sponsorship. The PGA tour should also be concerned as to like what the, as to what the majors say too, because yeah, Jay Monahan came out this morning and said, okay, 17 golfers are 17 golfers are suspended from participating in the PGA tour until further notice. It's practically like a ban. It's practically like an unofficial ban until they decide to leave the live golf invitational series. But the thing is though, is like at least like six of them, like rescinded their car, like rescinded their membership. So like they technically, so that doesn't even matter at that point. Like, like you said, they rescinded their membership. If they want to come back in a year, they have to come back in. So, like, that would just be more legal issues that would just add fuel to the fire here. And it, and that just would, that just wouldn't be good either. Now, in terms of like how the, now, in terms of like the response outside of the PGA Tour, like the USGA came out a couple of days ago and no, yesterday and said, we have a qualification, we have a qualification process. Like we're not going to tell people who we're not going to say who can and who can't participate in our tour in in the U.S. Open because of the parameters surrounding qualification and everything. They don't care if you participate in the live golf. They don't care if you're on the PGA Tour. They don't care if you're like if you won the U.S. Amateur. If you qualified for the U.S. Open, you're in the U.S. Open now. Well, we'll see. Now, the thing is, though, is like a month after the U.S. Open is going to be the Open Championship at St. Andrews. I'm really interested as to see like how the Royal and Ancient will respond to this, given seeing that like not only do the Royal and Ancient like 
oversee the Open Championship, but they're, they they practically wrote the rules for golf. I mean, I, I mean, like they they they're like a pretty much a big governing body for golf. Like what they say carries a lot. What they say carries a lot of weight here. And in a perfect world, in my opinion, like the organizations that run the majors, like they practically should just be in unison and say, like, you can participate or you don't participate at all. But we're not. And and uh, sorry, I cut you off here. But if if all four majors come out and say, yeah, because let's be honest, the PGA of America doesn't have to follow what the PGA Tour does. No, they don't have to follow. So if, I, if I'm the PGA right now, you are praying that at least two of the majors, at least two of the majors say, no, we will not let these golfers golf. It's not even, and, it, and it's if, not even two of the majors. It's the Masters and the Open. Yeah. If, the, if Augusta and the Royal and Ancient come out and say, you can't participate, that's a major victory for the PGA yes. Tour. But if not, but if, if they come out and say no, they'll be allowed to play. That, then that, the PGA, I'm worried because now I'm looking at like, well, now fun. basically most of our tournaments, really besides the players, the Memorial, like we saw this past weekend, um, the Genesis because it's Tiger tournament and really Arnie's tournament at Bay Hill. No one really cares. Like, yes, me and you. No, like, they don't. You're, no you're one right else. Like, the average sports fan will not care. Because the no, average they, sports fan tunes in for the exciting tournaments and the majors. Exactly. And if Nobody these golfers love to go to the majors, then it's like I'm at the PGA. I'm like, I'm like, well, shit. What 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 do we go from here? Because let's be honest, the Saudis aren't going to run out of money anytime soon. No, clearly, me and you do not agree with everything the Saudis do. Just want to make that clear for everyone. But I also do not want to be hypocritical and saying I'm going to like disown them and not watch this league for certain no. reasons because we watch other leagues that do the same exact thing and people just want to bat an eye at it and that's it. But um, no. So what really annoys me about the whole thing is like, yeah, like you said there, like the PGA is pretty much just like fucking hollowing and screaming and crying wolf over the whole thing. And like you said there, if the majors are in unison, going back to the majors, if they're in unison, they're, they literally are going to start shitting themselves, the PGA Tour. And what would be a real kick in the ass would be if the PGA of America does not side with the PGA Tour. Because I, they, they are two separate entities, but they normally see eye to eye in everything. So that would be a blow. And as you said, if they could participate in the majors – and still participate in live golf, then a lot of people will flock over to live golf. And the thing is, there is like, like, like we said, the PGA tour should be scared. Like they're like live golf. Isn't going to go away. Like you said, the Saudis have money there. They could pay. They're going to pick up a broadcaster. It's just a matter of who, and they're going to get sponsors. It's just a matter of who pro maybe like, all joking us like you know joke kind of not a joke maybe some fucking airline or whatever will be the major sponsor like Etihad Airways or whatever I can literally see that happening like they're a big airline over in the Saudi Arabia um maybe even like other sponsors as well because you know money talks and I don't want to sound like yeah I don't condone I yeah I don't like 
there has been some stuff that the Saudis have been accused of. Yes, we know what they've been accused of. We know that they're not they're not saints of any regard or anything like that. But the whole situation between Live Golf, the PGA Tour, and like just comments on the outside have been really annoying to me because these golfers have been singled out. And like you said, the PGA, like you, we talked about, like you said there, the PGA Tour has WGC tournament and they play in, and they play golf in Saudi Arabia. Formula One has races in Saudi Arabia. They have races in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia, and I believe they have one in they, and I believe they have one like in um, uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. That's in Dubai, not Qatar. Yeah. But still, same region. Um, okay, yeah. you have. The Premier League, the biggest league, the biggest league in all of European soccer, if not the world there, what happens is that you have two clubs in England. One of them is run by one, um, a, Saudi billion, a Saudi billionaire like Sheikh Mansour, and then the other one, which is Man City, and then Newcastle, which is literally run by the Saudi government consortium fund now, which is... 20 times the worth of Manchester City. And and then the thing is, there is like the governments do business with the Saudis all the time. Like exactly. the, United States, the United States government has done business with Saudi Arabia for a long time. And you know what? I, you know, I, I'm going to probably not fucking wake up tomorrow morning with this comment, but 19 hijackers came from 19 hijackers that crashed it planes into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and a field in Pennsylvania on, on September 11th, 2001, were from Saudi Arabia. Yet the United States government still does uh, still does business with the Saudi government. And those 19 hijackers as well, it's 99% confirmed they got money from the Saudi government. Exactly. Yet our government still does business with them. Exactly. And they don't care. And they're still, one, they're still the world's biggest exporter of oil. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. It's like you you can't single out these golfers who uh, most of these guys, not big names in the golf league. They're just trying to make a living for their family. That is all it is. And these reporters, like the question when they said if Poon had a golf league, they asked Ian Poulter and um Lee Westwood, Lee Westwood if they would golf if Poon held league. Like you, that's a fucking joke of a question. And you're literally just trying to make these guys out to be the bad people when they're not. Why don't you go at if you want to make a difference, go at the government. Don't go at these golfers who are just trying to make a living for their family because that's the same thing you guys are trying to do. I know, I, I, like like you said, like clearly we don't agree with it. Like we don't, but guess what? We're not big enough where we're going to change anything, unfortunately. No, and this is how the world works. Like This is how the world works. I mean, the thing is there is like everybody's been, I mean, you know, up until up until this invasion of Ukraine, I mean, Everybody, people were still doing business with Russia, but then all of a sudden they invade Ukraine and everybody decides to pull away from the Russians. Well, we're still doing business with Russia as well. We still do. Yeah, we still do. Yeah, the government still does. Well, actually, yeah, we do in a way. Uh, We still are in a way. But the thing is there is like, what really gets me is like the world doesn't need, you know, the world does not need to single out these golfers. They should not. Okay. I've said this time and time again to you, to other friends of mine. If you want to bitch about athletes, taking money 
bitch at the player, bitch at the soccer players that play for man, sign contracts for Manchester City. Bitch at the soccer players that sign contracts for PSG because the Qataris have been involved in so many human rights um, or violation ordeals and they're accused of human rights violations on a daily basis. So don't single out the golfers, okay? And the reporters that are asking these stupid questions, be an actual reporter and stop fucking chasing something that is not there. Like, live golf. Okay, Greg Norman founded, like, created Live Golf. And yeah, he got backing from the Saudis. Okay, they were the only ones that wanted to do something with this because nobody in this country, nobody in the, from what I'm going to say, from what I know here, because I don't know how much about how Live Golf was founded and created, but nobody like in the West, in the Western world, wanted to get involved. Nobody in Europe wanted to get involved from what I, from what, from what I know. Okay. And that's, like I said, from what I know, the Saudis come in, they say, we like your idea, we'll fund it, okay? It's all about how you can get the money. That's how business works. That's how basic, that's literally basic business and basic economics there. They said that they wanted to fund it. They, they said they wanted to help grow it. Greg Norman, Greg Norman agreed to it. That's where we're at here, okay? And in my opinion, the PGA should just go fuck itself and actually take care of their players because golf is fucking golf. Who cares? Like... You want to go golf, like if you want to golf and live golf, like not all eight events, obviously, like if you don't want to, like if you want golf and say four, that's fine. If you still want golf, like in the PGA Tour, may, you know, one event here and there, that's perfectly fine. And then when the majors come, if you qualify for the majors, go qualify for, go participate in the majors. Like, I don't understand like why it's so difficult. I mean, you don't see the NFL, you don't see the NFL bitching about the USFL and the XFL or even the uh, AAF when that was a thing. Exactly. Like, that's why I just don't get, like, these golfers, I'm sorry, like, they are not politicians. They cannot go fix the issues that already is occurring in the world in every single country. You don't see people bitching at the NBA for doing shit with China. So it's like, I, I just don't get it. Like like you said, I, I am kind of confused, like, though, in the golf. We'll get into the golf, like, the live golf a little bit more in a little bit, but right now I just want to like clearly give our opinions out on this, but it's like, just let these guys just go and golf and don't have them worry about what else is going on because clearly no one else is caring about it. So why should these golfers? No, just let them live their lives and wherever they get their money from, they do. It I'm, conv- I'm convinced that the PGA like has an agenda out to make it a pay to make it a real pain in the ass for anyone that participates in live golf, mainly just because like the PGA is actually scared shit. The PGA tour is actually scared shitless on what happens. Well, that's the reason because like, this is the first time, like in our lifetime, we've really got to see a, an opposing like league. This is the first time in like anybody's lifetime. Yeah. Like clearly you got like the XFL, which tried to compete with the NFL. That didn't happen. Then you had the, what was it, the AFL this summer or whatever. The um, AAF was like a yeah. couple of years ago, and that was a complete bust. Yeah, those they are all busts. This bust. is the first time you're actually seeing something with the money to go at a actual, like a, like the, well, the PGA Tour, like an actual league. So now you see these teams, or the PGA actually worry because now they're going to have to respond and guess what? The PGA Tour has been screwing over these players for a long time, and now they're going to have to fix it. The PGA Tour, if they want to keep their players, give them their own like 
uh, rights to be able to post whatever they want on their social media when it comes to the golf. They shouldn't, the PGA Tour shouldn't own all the media that goes out from the players. The PGA Tour should give these players salaries depending on where they rank in the world instead of just, oh, you made the cut, you won the tournament, here's this. Yes, the players should still get that, but you should give it like how the live is right now. Like your better players, give them more money to want to be here instead of having them worried about when their next paycheck is going to come. Because let's be honest, we have seen it for a while. Like Ricky Fowler, a guy who's going to live, we have seen him over the past couple of years now just going to a complete recession where he really just – it doesn't look like he knows how to hit a golf ball. And it's got to be worrisome for him. Thankfully, he has sponsors and stuff, so he gets good money. But a lot of these guys don't. I'm just using Ricky as an example because he is a bigger name that we all know who was really, really good for a while. And then all of a sudden just took a step back and it's like, well, he's not making all the money he should be. And that's a reason it's probably golf is fleeting as well because that, that's in the back of his head. No, yeah, no, that's that's a great example there. I mean, Ricky Fowler has hit a recession. I mean, definitely been dropping in the rankings and has been not, has not been qualifying for majors. I know did he actually qualify for the U.S. Open? Like, did he fail to qualify again? I know he did last year. I know. Uh, he was, I don't. He was no, I think it would be Open. it would be this week that he would we would know if he did. I. He was in a qualifier this week down in like um uh, floor, down in Florida, I believe. And you know, to me as well, like a, a big fuck you that Liv gave to the PGA is them holding a tournament, their third tournament of the seasons in New Jersey at Trump National in Bedminster. They're holding. I, they're holding. A, they're holding two. Tur- they're holding tur- two tournaments down at, at Trump courses. Yep, you got. Oh, I thought it was just the, oh, yeah, and then you got Trump National in Miami to close out the season. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. So it was like, yeah. oh, big fuck you to the PGA because the PGA pulled their stuff away from the Trump courses because of everything. And now it is kind of, it's showing the PGA's hand into that aspect as well with that, where it's like they yeah. want their money from their sponsors just as much because people didn't like Trump, so they were forced to pull out of his courses. And now the Liv's like, fuck it, we'll do it. Liv's like, give fuck it, we'll do it yeah. forever. Golf is golf. Golf is golf. Exactly. And this is actually like the team aspects, exciting golf to me, even though I am kind of, I am kind of confused as to why they're doing a draft every week with the teams, because I, then I don't get what every week. I thought it was once I thought it was a one and done thing. Well, from what I'm seeing on the website is um, like, I'm looking right now. It says the teams for Portland will be decided at the draft on Tuesday, June 28th. Oh shit! Okay, I did not. I thought it was a one and done thing, like with the draft. That's your team for the eight events. That's, that's what I thought as well. That's what have made sense to me because I saw it, like a lot of the players today, like had their their teams logos and stuff. Which let's be honest, some of the logos suck. I, I like some of them, but the names are terrible. The names, honestly, it's like create a franchise in Madden with yeah. like name generator and the logo generator. Like I like the four aces logo. It also reminds me of like the PLL. Like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what it reminds me of. I like the Fireballs logo as well. I think that one's funny. The Fireballs, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, like I said, I haven't ta- I haven't taken a look at like the live golf, like actual, like how it looks. I, I will, I will take a look at it tomorrow because, like I said, I have no fucking clue. I had, I was having the RBCO uh, Canadian Open there and I'm like, oh, Rory and JT golfed in the morning. And then I'm like, seeing who's on in the afternoon, I'm like, who are you, bums? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. I don't know you. Like, if I'm the PGA now, like, you really, if you want to keep your players around, 
you really have to make some big, big changes because these players, I'm sure, do not want to have a 47-week schedule. Like, no, they, they need don't. to have a life, and they want to be with their family. They don't want to have – like I said, clearly don't have to travel every weekend, but a lot of the guys who like are like on the gas of like, losing their PGA Tour card need to try to play every week just to get the PGA Tour points and get up to it. So it's like, yes, you see your JTs, your Rickies, your Spees don't have to golf every week because they're never worried about losing their tour card. Whereas you no, see but these the guys, guys who are you uh, to like, they're there every week and they're barely squeaking by making, barely making the cut or missing the cut. Right. I, I am curious as well. One thing that does interest me to see what we'll have with this. If Chase Kepka starts making more money than Bryson does, does Bryson switch them because he sees his brother who is clearly not as good as a golfer. You as mean he Brooks. Is. Yeah. What did I say? You called Brooks Kepka Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry about that. Are we back at that rivalry again? <laughs> yeah, right. No, they're good now. They're both. Or, um, he might be. Uh, Bryson might be cool with uh, Chase, but I don't know about Brooks yet. But no, if um, back to my point, if Chase like starts making more money than Brooks, and Brooks is like, clearly I'm a better golfer than my brother, and he's making more money than me. Oh, he'll, like, it's like, he'll, do I make the change then? He may make the change. And man, see, that's the thing. Like, I think like after the U.S. Open, there may be players that there may be golfers that may jump ship again. And then the thing is, though, is like the PGA is going to take a hard look at like what's happening in live golf. Imagine if they take like what they think is good out of live golf and implement it into the PGA Tour then. Like maybe that's like what they'll take. Maybe that's like what they'll can they'll consider. I really think like after the U.S. Open or even after the Open, we're gonna see like some major changes happening. Whether it's within, whether it's golfers shifting over to live golf, whether it's the PGA Tour doing some like digging as to like maybe taking something from like live golf and putting it in the PGA tour, kind of like when the NBA and ABA merged, like back in like the sixties, seventies, you know, um, when that happened, well, back when that happened and um, well, not sixties and seventies, I mean more the fifties and sixties, I should say, but like when the NBA took the three point line from the ABA, like when they merged and everything, and then even with the NFL and AFL, when they merged in the 70s, the NFL took some stuff that the AFL had because, like, the AFL had it and the NFL didn't. Um, so maybe, like, the PGA could do that. But I guess it all depends on, like, what happens after the couple of ma- these last two majors, in my opinion. More so, more so maybe around after the U.S. Open than after the Open, I will say. Because once the Open is done at the end, at, in July there, we're practically, like getting towards the end of the golf season overall anyways yeah after the open most players most good players in the world will just choose not to golf in the tournaments up until they'll probably play a couple before the stupid p the, like the pj chant the fedex cup whatever it is happens but that's another problem the pga tour is facing as well as like let's be honest how much do does any golf fan check throughout the season where the where their favorite guy stands in the fedex cup standings no one cares it's a meaningless it's a meaningless, meaningless thing. I think they have where like no one really understands it, like what it is. No, like, everyone don't. hates like how like going into the last tournament, the golfer who 
has the best world points rankings or who, yeah, who has the best world point rankings starts like at minus 10, then like minus eight, minus seven, six, and so on and so forth. And yeah, it's like, yeah, no, that makes no fucking sense there. The PGA, like I said, they, they actually need to make, like you said, they need to make some changes. And the thing is there is that when it comes to the PGA tour itself, like, like I said, I think they're going to take a look at what's going on in live golf, maybe implement some things like maybe not like obviously like mid season, but maybe next year um, players could still jump ship if they want to. I mean, obviously live golf is not just going to have eight events. They may add more because they obviously do want to grow out, grow out more, obviously grow out and expand. So I guess, I guess, Again, we said this months ago, this is something to keep an eye on. And over the past few days, this has practically been talked about more. This has been talked about a lot. Like, this is the most golf talk anybody has made mention of outside of a major tournament. Exactly. I was just about to bring that up. Like, other than the majors, golf has not been talked about this much. So, yes, it is a good thing that, like, eyes are on it. But clearly the PGA isn't going to like how it's happening right now. Any publicity. Publicity. Yeah, but the PG. Uh, I take that back. Most publicity is good publicity. That's true. Um, if you're if you're arrested for a crime, I don't think you want to be proud of that. Well, it depends on the type of personality you are. If you're fucking proud of that, fucking under the jail you go. Yeah, but uh, I but, am, I am curious. It's like, like we said, this is just a start. I'm curious to see all the ramifications that this is gonna have for the PGA Tour. I am curious to see like. If the if the live actually succeeds, because my all my Twitter today and Instagram was basically blown up by live stuff and people talking about it, and like all the buzz that it generated already. Well, that's good for live, bad for the PGA Tour. Like I said, we'll just see what happens. Like after, because the the London events, these live golf events are only three days, anyways, because they're only fifty four holes. So like once the weekend comes, like well, I feel like we'll get a better idea of like what is happening because then the, then the talk obviously with the U S open being next week, the talk won't go away. The the media, the reporting, they will bring up live golf at the U S open, especially if, especially if golfers, Phil Mickelson. So for the most part, actually like is part, like he is participating, but like he's going to be the center of attention. Live golf will be the center of attention. Justin um, Johnson going to have to answer some tough questions now as well. But let's be honest, like Dustin, I'm gonna cut you off right there. This is the only stupid thing that I found out of the entire thing. There, Dustin Johnson saying that he did this for his family. Bull fucking shit. You oh took the- well, if you listen to all the players' comments, they all said the same thing. I'm I'm sure the live like in the contract basically told them not to say they ever did this for the money. Pretty, pretty. I because mean, if you look, if you listen to everyone's well, answers, it's all kind here. of the same. Like we all know what it is. But I'm sure the live has something in their contract where they can't say that. <laughs> Nobody says that. Nobody says that. You can't say that in any sport. Oh, I came here because of the money. No, the, exactly. The, the scenes of that happened. I mean, but I, I just found that completely fucking asinine and laughable when he said, "Oh, I did this for my family." I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Him, sure. and the, him, him and the Gretzkys need more money. Yeah, 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 exactly. Him and fucking Wayno gets enough money. The Gretzkys get enough money any every time their name gets mentioned. Paulina uh, wanted more money, so she told DJ to go. 
Yeah, she needed more. Yeah, she wanted more money. Wayne, he owes Wayne money, apparently. Maybe he owes Wayne money from the wedding or whatever, so he needed to, like, pay him back. Or yeah, whatever. because he doesn't get enough money from his sponsors anyways. Yeah, he doesn't get – no, RBC cut him off. RBC yeah, cut him off, but, I mean, he's still – he's a tailor-made athlete, so I think he gets money from tailor-made. Exactly. Pretty much there. Pretty, pretty much. It's just crazy that, like, all the, like – I didn't. you see any of these golf brands – they didn't cut any of their guys off that went over there. They're not going to. No. They're, no, they're not. They're they want like, the exposure as well, so they're not going to cut them off. They don't care. Exactly. Nobody you see cares. RBC cut off RBC cut off DJ because RBC has a tournament with the PGA, so clearly they can't keep him around. Same reason kind of work day cut Phil off is because there's a work day uh, tournament as well, I believe. Exactly. Exactly. Phil was Phil was getting sponsors cut off left and right all the time because because of the comments before this. But uh, no, I mean, like I said, it's just a matter of seeing how far this goes, how long this drags out for. This is going to be the talk of golf for the rest of the season, even during the U.S. Open and during the Open. Um, this is pre- <laughs> Tiger Woods could win the Open and they'll still find a way to talk about live golf. Let's just put it at that. I mean, I'm probably gonna be wrong on that take, but um, uh, that's how that's how that's how big this is right now because of legitimate competition here. But um, I mean, other than that, I, I've gotten like I said, I've, uh, I I'm just we're keep an eye on it, see what see what the product looks like. I just find it hilarious that they have a former soccer announcer being their lead commentator. Uh, but kudos to Arlo White. I like his announcing style, anyways. Um, but I, I mean, like I said, I have no really other final thoughts on it. I, I made my points across like about the hypocrisy and everything. Oh yeah. I just want to, that's all the main, that's the main thing people are talking about is like the, because it's either one side's talking about the hypocrisy who doesn't mind the live being here. And then the other side's talking about, oh, you're just trying to sports wash now. And that's the argument we're having. And unfortunately in the world we live in nowadays, Whenever you try to talk to anyone who doesn't agree with you, it's impossible. You're you're literally talking to a wall because no one these days wants to agree with each other. That's why, I like JT's comments um, two days ago, he basically said he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna go there. He goes, I don't agree with it, but he goes, I'm not gonna hate Dustin Johnson for going over there. I'm still gonna be friends with him when he comes back. He's like, this doesn't affect how I think about these guys, and I think that's what the whole everyone should feel like. That's ex- that that literally could be said for a lot of things in any in any situation, honestly. Whether it's sports, politics, whatever, for the most part, for the most part, there. But nobody wants to listen. Everybody wants to be hypocrites in any situation, and that's why I pretty much just keep it. And outside of the podcast, I mean, that's like why I keep my mouth shut on a lot of things. I mean. I, I mean, I can't really like you, you don't know how anybody's going to respond. They could respond with complete fucking gibberish. They may just yell and bump and lambast you with eh, nonsensical bullshit. Or or you may get like that one person that actually tries to have an intellectual conversation with you about something that makes sense. But uh, let's but let's move on to let's move on to basketball real quick. Game four, game four of the NBA finals tomorrow night. The Celtics are up two games to one, thus crushing Jake's hopes of basketball ending early and the Warriors performing a gentleman's sweep. I know he was looking forward to that because, let's be honest, the NBA playoffs have not been exciting for the most part. Um, 
And in my honest opinion, the Celtics are the Celtics honestly probably should the Celtics honestly could have a case for being down three games to nothing um, in this series, if not for the fourth quarter of game one and for the fourth quarter of game and practically pulling away in the fourth quarter of game three. But here we are. Game four tomorrow night, the Celtics could either go up three to one going into game five, which will be sometime next week, which didn't be given its fucking schedule of every three days. But um, uh, or the Warriors could go back to San Francisco tied two two, and then it'll be a best of three after that. Um, have you actually watched any uh, any a, a minute of the finals at all? Uh, like, yes, I've actually watched all the games so far. You have really. Yeah. I know we watched game one. I know we watched game one because we recorded during game one. But I didn't know if you had actually paid attention to games two and three all that much. Uh, I mean, let's be – I mean, I know we're – we both know where we stand with the NBA. That's why. Yeah, no, I have been watching. I mean, it, it, not really an exciting finals in my opinion yet so far because all three games seem to, like, never be – like last night was kind of close, but it always felt like out of the reach for the Warriors because they couldn't hit a single shot. It felt like um, game two, it or game, game one is just- game one as well. The Celtics were just hitting everything. Um, like they started out the fourth quarter with seven straight threes, and it's like, well, this game got out of hand. Um, game two was kinda, just God. Yeah, g- game two. I mean, the Warriors just dominated. I mean, Curry was on the bench on the fourth quarter. So it was like, it hasn't been exciting yet. Yes, it's a 2-1 series. It'll probably be 2-2 after tomorrow night, to be honest. But it hasn't been the most exciting yet. I still do think this is the Celtics championship, or the Warriors will win this championship still, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I mean, we have seen now the two games they lost, like the Warriors just couldn't hit a single shot. And that's, they're going to get out of that bug. They're going to get out of that bug. They're going to be fine. I think... Their shooting is too much for the Celtics. Yes, the Celtic Al Horford has been playing great and they're two wins so far. Um, and I think that is really the real reason that the Warriors are struggling. They need to try to contain him. I just don't think they have the size for that, is the only downfall, in my opinion, for them. I mean, like I said, the Celtics could the Celtics could easily be down three-nothing right now. If it wasn't for the fourth quarter in game one where they where they came out catching fire, hitting seven straight three, where they hit seven, where they hit seven threes in a row, um, and then the Warriors just fell apart. And then, yeah, game three yesterday. I mean, the Celtics came out. The Celtics came out firing. Like they got off to a hot start. The Warriors did claw their way back in the third quarter, and they even took the lead at one point there. Um, but then after that, they kind of just like after that, they kind of just like fell apart. Um, in regards to, they kind of just fall apart again in regards to everything. Um, I mean, it also doesn't help that Draymond Green is more worried about getting technicals and following out, um, and being pretty much a non-factor. And after game three, everybody was talking about Draymond, like getting technical. And the whole talk has been Draymond, like lack of play in the finals, which is a whatever to me there in my honest opinion. I mean, we know how he is as a as a basketball player. He's going to be like in he's going to be in the like in people's faces in their ears and they're like shouting at them or what making what making whatever kind of comments on the court. So like it's expected. Um 
the Celtics actually like they haven't had to rely on they haven't had to rely on Jason Tatum all that much. Although I will say he hasn't been playing that great. I think Jalen Brown's been the better of the two between the superstar between the two Celtics superstars. And Al Horford has been playing has been playing well also. Marcus Smart's like inconsistency though from a Celtics standpoint is what really boggles me. Like a game games one and three he played well. Game two he played terrible. Like if he played like he does in games one and three, then the Celtics have a better then the Celtics obviously have a good chance. But games two game two, if he plays like that, then the Celtics on the Celtics have no chance at all whatsoever. So I'm at the point where I'm I'm at the point where I'm saying like, all right, like it could go either way, in my honest opinion, because these finals, like you said, have not been exciting. And it's just a matter of who has the hot hand more. If the Celtics have the hot hand more, then ESPN and their ridiculous basketball power index are actually going to be correct. Or if the Warriors have catch have the hot hand longer, then what's going to happen is while well, they'll win their fourth title, they'll win their fourth title in eight years. I, I think you really summed up perfectly. I, I want the games. We even talked about this during the Celtics Heat series. None of these games have been like close where like you're on the edge of your seat till the end of the game. Like it's like, you know, who won by like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Pretty much. I mean, pretty much. I mean like 10, five minutes left in the game. Like even like I was going to say five minutes within the game at five minutes left in the game. Like you're going to have a good idea as who's going to win as who's, going to win the game. I mean, the, I, I mean, that's why I just haven't been impressed really, honestly. I mean, I, I don't know. The whole playoffs have sucked, honestly. I mean, I, I mean, I, blowouts in the finals, I mean, should have been practically expected based on how the whole, whole playoffs have been from an end, from a basketball standpoint there. Um, I mean, basketball Twitter will just fucking beat off of the f- basketball Twitter will, and the networks will just beat off of everything like it's God's gift to the world. And it's like, no, it's really not. But uh, it but, you know, that's just how it, that's just how basketball Twitter and even the networks are. And it kind of annoys me. But I mean, my honest opinion is like. If the if the Celtics play like they, if the Celtics can actually play a complete game. I think they can win this series, and I think the series can be one and six for the Celtics. I really do think that that's the case. Now, I know that, like, obviously, you know, obviously that would not be the preferred thing for a lot of a lot of fans. Like, you practically have to live in New England to like actually want the Celtics to win. And then there are people that just like don't want either team to win. But this is the finals that we're stuck with. Um, and kind of just like want the season to end. I actually just want the season to end. It's fucking June. I'm sick of basketball right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm the same same place as you are. I'm like I'm more excited for the the, the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, you're gonna you're gonna hate me for what I'm. You're gonna hate me now. You're gonna hate me for this comment. I'm done with hockey almost too. I'm actually I'm actually like I'm actually just like full-on baseball mode and summer mode at this point now, if that makes sense. It, it, it sounds terrible, but I, I, I'm just kind of done at this point. It's like, it's June. It's almost July. I, I see where you're coming from. I do. I, I'm just not there yet because, like, once hockey ends, then it's just like, 
baseball for a while. Not really. I like about a month and a half until the NFL. Yeah, but I like I'm gonna be honest here though. I'm sick and tired of turning on the networks and seeing them talk about the fucking NFL, the fucking NFL in June. We are in June and you want to talk about fucking MVP and MVP dark horses. Give me a fucking break. Talk about something. I do not give a shit about Aaron Rodgers and what he ate for breakfast before going to minicamp. I do not give a shit about Tom Brady. I do not give a shit about fucking OTAs. I don't. Unless somebody fucking tore an ACL, then I don't care. And even then, I don't care because it's June. Well, football's king and they're always going to talk about it. You're right. Football is king. The real football is. Ha ha. This is true. That's at least a that's at least a year round thing. The NFL is not a you should is not a year. They wanted to make it a year round thing. It's not. The season is only now. I now I know we're completely off topic here, but we know we know what to expect with us. What I, the NFL like it's the season alone starts in September and it goes into January and the post and the playoffs are only for not even a month. Like it ends like first week of second first second week of February now. And then from Feb and then from February that time in February to like August, like when preseason starts, like it's got to be like oh early this, early that, early everything. I don't give a fuck what Dak Prescott did over. I don't give a fuck what Dak Prescott said about this. I don't care about like I. I just don't care. And it's the same thing with basketball and like, it's the same thing with basketball. Like the NBA finals are going to end and they're going to talk about like early season odds to win the 2023 title and somehow find a way to have the fucking Los Angeles bumfuck Lakers top of the fucking list because they have LeBron James. And I'm just going to be like, what the fuck you cocksuckers? Well, ESPN sucks LeBron off. That's why ESPN sucks the NFL and the NBA off. And I literally hate it. Oh God, I literally hate it. I fuck, I I I I can't stand it. That's why I listen. That's like why I follow like other things like Chicklets or Foreplay or like Short Porch or I know I'm na- like I know I'm naming Barstool podcasts or whatever. But like that's like when we do this podcast, I try not to talk about that stuff. Like because like, let's be honest. Like it's June. Like what we what what are we gonna talk about in, in the NFL? Like oh. Lamar Jackson hasn't hasn't signed a contract extension yet. I don't care. Let the Ra- let 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 the Ravens let him go. I don't give a shit. That's not my problem. Um, what am I? Gonna... We're talking about what happened right now. We're talking about Deshaun Watson and that sort. Of I'm not. Thing. I'm not talking about that. That, <laughs> that is not being brought up on the podcast. That is not being brought up on the fucking podcast. I will literally fucking rather watch paint dry than talk about that shit. I would rather live stream us watching fucking paint dry and grass grow at the same time than talk about that. That is the last thing that I want to bring up on this podcast. And I brought up politics. This is, yeah, this is true. It's a, it's a a fucking shit show is what it is. Especially uh, the Texans made it a shit show. The Texans did make it a shit show, and they're being that. Not, 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 not going there because I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I fucking brought politics in once. I'm not bringing it in. Uh, let's get back on course. Shift to ho- shift to hockey here now because, I mean, here we are. We're recording. Here we are. We're recording 
there's about 10 minutes left in 10 minutes left in regulation in game five of the Eastern conference final between the Rangers and lightning. And well, I mean, I missed like about like a period and a half because I switched back to the Yankees game because they actually came back and made and actually just took the lead against the twins um, to make it nine to seven. But I see it's one to one still. So I didn't really miss much, but I mean, Colorado's practically going to wait like what four more days before they actually no not even four more yeah like what six more days before they actually like play a game again um june 16th the final starts so i thought it was 18th oh i thought it was the 16th you might be right let's see i know that if the I know that if the Rangers won a game down in Tampa and they closed out the series in five, they could have started as early as June 15th. But I think if this series here goes the difference, I, diff, difference, fuck, I can't speak, goes the distance, then the finals will start on June 18th. And then if the Stanley Cup final goes the distance, that won't end until June 30th. Well, at least hockey's every other night where NBA is every know, for the finals, every fucking three nights. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. Um, but no, the fines. Well, actually, no, the, this actually, does they play tomorrow? So it's bad. They're at least going like, yeah, it's weird. Games three and four are ba- are like every other day, but then like games four and five are like three days apart again, which makes no fucking sense. I'm like, why is this? I think a- hockey is smart though for waiting for the NBA finals and before they put out the Stanley Cup. I think the network did that. I was actually talking to one of my friends about that the other day. Well, it makes sense because ABC is like ESPN as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think ABC and yeah, like did I think the Disney Family and Networks like got together with the leagues and said, "Here, we'll show you first, and then you can have the coverage to yourself after that." Like, I'm convinced that that happened. That that actually happened. I mean, it also how doesn't. I mean, it also doesn't help that like the NHL season actually like ended like a week after the regular season for the NBA as well. Um, but I was talking to one of my friends about that. Like, yeah, like, because <laughs> they were saying the same thing I was. Like, they're kind of done with basketball. They're a little, they're like, they're a little. I don't like. There's still a lot of hockey to be played too. And I said, yeah, if it like goes into like, if every, if the Eastern Conference Final and Stanley Cup Final both go to distance to seven games, like it'll be almost July before everything ends, <laughs> and I'll be, and it's just like, wow. Um, but I do – do you want to talk about the Oilers and how you are sad because you're going to have to well, get – I, I want to say I, 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 did pick, I did pick the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup final, so I'm looking like a genius right now. Um, I'm still trying to find a way out of this tattoo. I'm, oh, no, trying, I want to find, the, I'm trying to find loopholes right now. I want the no, I know you're not forgetting. You're not out of it it's in the airwaves. I've told you, I, you're not out of this. Well, yeah, let's just we can give our recap on that series real fast. Since last time, last time we talked, I think the series had was Colorado's up one game to nothing. The last time we recorded, Colorado was up one game. Um, no, they were playing game two. That's right, and, and yeah, I mean. And then, like, we were recording, and like, we got off so off topic, like, because you you had told me like Colorado made it three to nothing in the second, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that's when I that's right, because that's when I turned the basketball on. 
Yeah, and I turned the basketball on. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Um, no, Colorado just dominated. I mean, yeah, Edmonton was just outmanned. I mean, everyone wants to shut on Mike Smith. I I won't go there. Yes, Mike Smith let in some fluky goals. He also made some great saves, and he had no defensive help in front of him. I mean, Darnell Nurse was playing injured all season. Came out that he something with his hip flexor. Or um, hip flexor, I believe. Yeah, and so he was playing injured the whole time. Dry Seidel, you could tell, was still fighting his injury that he had from round one still with that, that ankle. Um, you could tell that he was just trying to fight through it. Um, McDavid can't do it all. Um, the Kane suspension, I don't know if that's a suspension or not, just based on the fact that we are already seeing that same exact hit in the Florida-Tampa series and um, what's-his-face didn't get suspended for the hit. So I, I don't uh, NHL player safety is fuck it. It's one of the worst things that boggles my mind ever. Like I don't understand like how player safety can just be like, oh yeah, you get a five thousand dollar fine, but yet you get suspended ten games. It makes yeah. no fucking sense to me. And even if Kane did play though, Colorado was winning game four regardless. Um, like I said, they were just out, man. I mean, Colorado plays such a puck possession game, whereas Edmonton tries to run and gun. And you can't do that against a team who just loves to possess the puck. And Colorado, thankfully, game one, Colorado did not play their own game. They fell into ta- uh, they fell into Edmonton's trap. And then we saw them kind of compose themselves game two uh, where they played their side of hockey. And we saw that the rest of the way in. And you could tell that series was over. Um, honestly, after game one, me and you had talked about saying, yeah, just Edmonton's done. There's no way they can sustain this. And that is what happened. And now you got – Clearly, the the in my opinion, the best team in the league right now, even though they weren't the President's Cup winners into the finals. Um, it's not really a shock. I mean, they were everyone's favorite to win the cup at the beginning of the season. Um, it was just really game two, like it, for a four game series, it actually wasn't a bad series. Like, besides just game two was the only real like blowout. Um, other than that, I thought it was an exciting series for the most part, especially that game four getting the overtime little controversial call at the end. Um, there was never really a good camera angle in the, it did look like it was not a high stick. So I think it was the right call. Um, I mean, God, yeah. It, you and I talked about that. The, the refs, I, I'm convinced that the refs like just said, fuck it. Like the series is over regardless. Like, why do we need to extend? Like, why do we need to extend overtime? Um, and if the Oilers do somehow win somehow win that game, like, why do we need a game five? Like, that series was over regardless. I mean, the only way that the Oilers would have won that series in seven games. McDavid would have had to play 60 minutes a night. No, the Avs just, like, would need to, like, send, like, all everybody on the Avs would need to, like, contract, like, food poisoning or the flu or whatever, and they would have to send, like, their junior team, a junior hockey team from Denver to play Edmonton or something like that. Or, like, the fucking, like, divine intervention gets involved and takes away the uh, Avs' ability to play hockey, and they just don't know what, they just don't know what hockey skates look like or what. Right. Know. Well, I'll tell you but, what, though, um, Halfway through the season, no one expected Edmonton to make it to the Western Conference Finals. No, not not us. We were shit. We didn't either. I was I was worried about it at the beginning of the season about my tattoo because of how bad they started to play. And then they go they they struggle against LA. Then they just kind of wipe the floor with Calgary where everyone else like 
everyone else kind of picked Calgary in that series, just thinking that they were going to be strong because of how they're five on five. Everybody thought that that series would go seven, not Edmonton dominating in five. Right. Everyone thought Calgary was going through and that Edmonton goes through. And unfortunately you had to go play the best team in hockey and who has probably the best player in the world right now on their team. Yeah. That turned out to be another waste of eight days, honestly. Yep. I mean, Cal McCarr is, I think my take is looking good enough because even Gretzky, even Gretzky said it the other day. He's like, McCarr might be the next Bobby Orr. McCarr's, you know, I'm agreeing with you 100%. Cal McCarr is probably going to retire as like the greatest defenseman of all time. Um, they have not She's like a- our, this day's generation, like Paul Coffey. Yes, agreed. 110%. They haven't announced the Norris Trophy winner yet, have they? Nope. They're not going to do that after the cup final, are, are they? Probably not. I don't get it though because they already in um they already they've already like a lot of awards, but yet they're also having an award ceremony. It makes no sense, right? I mean, because what? Um, because they haven't announced. Uh, the, they haven't announced. The Bergeron award. got the Selkie. Yeah, Ber- yeah, the king of Selkies, uh, king of Selkies, practically because that's his fifth. Um, Lady Bing was also announced too, and so was Masterson and. Everybody, all the other awards practically. Bing, Masterson, Jack Adams Award. The only ones that weren't announced were the Hart and the Norris, to my knowledge. Yeah, I, I don't get why they do it like that. I don't know. It's, it's very know. weird. But I think I, I think it probably go. I think McDavid. Uh, I think at this point you have to say. I'm gonna. I know playoffs like clearly like they don't take playoffs into consideration. That's why like sixty goals for Matthews is special. So that's why it could go to him. But it's like you look at. To me, an MVP is take McDavid off the Oilers. What is that team? The Oilers are dog shit. Whereas if you take Matthews off of the Leafs, the Leafs still have good play. Well, the Leafs still have good players, but the Leafs are still gonna be the fucking Leafs because they have like because they're bottom because they're bottom six on. Uh, um, for their forwards and their and their third line defense, they're just bums. They sign off the streets of Toronto with one year, seven hundred fifty thousand dollar deals. But if you take McDavid off of the Oilers, um, the Oilers are dog shit. Yeah, and with this is a, this is a hot take. Drysdale is one of the best players in the world because he's playing with McDavid. I'm not gonna. Do, I'm. I'm actually gonna have. I'm actually gonna have no opinion to that. I'm actually not gonna have an opinion to that because the thing is, there is like, I actually want. Like, actually, I'll say this. I want trade. Like, if if Edmonton somehow shits the bed like next season and McDavid leaves, but they keep Drysital, maybe you'll be right. McDavid's not leaving. No, he's not. He's had the. He's had the best season now. That he has with this team since he's been there. They made it to a Western Conference Finals. Um, the last time they did that was what two thousand and six was it when they uh, lost, lost to Cal- or Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, they lost to Carolina in the Cup Final. That still fucking haunts me, hurts me. <laughs> yeah, we can just ignore that one from our memory. That's... But um, no, if I make David right now, like, yes, the team that team was worse than than any. 
fucking McDavid team that I've seen in the past five fucking years. This is true. But all right, if I'm McDavid, yes, I'm not leaving. But if I'm McDavid, I'm also kind of worried looking at where my team goes from here because we still have Mike Smith under contract for another year. He may um, retire. Koskinen, uh, I think, still is – no, I think Koskinen is gone. I think Boston he is gone. Mike out Smith of contract. Mike Smith has one more year left. Um, I think Cassian's contract is up. And then what are they going to do with Evander Kane? They don't have the money to bring him back. There's no shot he's coming back for another one year, two million. I mean, Kane just played himself into another at least seven to eight million dollar contract. Oh, pro- oh yeah, it's just easy. Matter- I mean, the way he played and like really like. Me and you talked about the middle of the season like that was a perfect pickup for them. And he went and played himself. Yes, clearly he needed to because of all the shit he's been through. But he has went and played himself into another contract for another team for at least probably, I would say, like, a, I don't know if teams take the risk. Maybe he'll get, like, a like a two-by-seven. I don't know, though, if teams want to take that long-term risk on him. But honestly, if I'm a team right now who's kind of, like, on, on the cusp of, like, being good, I say you probably offer Kane like four years, seven mil, even eight mil if you have the money. Yeah, maybe. I mean, even when he was going through all that shit in San Jose, he was still their leading point getter. Yeah, he was their leading point getter every season he was in San Jose. Right, if you can ignore what happened off the ice, if he can actually mature and handle his shit. Well, the COVID shouldn't have to worry about anymore because, well, let's be honest, everything's getting back to normal. It's the it's the ga- it's the gambling addiction that like need that needs to be like looked at and everything. Also, like that's pretty much it there. Like that's like betting on games or whatever. But yeah, the off the field, off the ice issues definitely need to be looked at. Need to be looked at and when in consideration for that. But the thing is, though, is he's still a good hockey player. Like he's he was the he was the leading goal scorer for the Oilers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, what you finished with thirteen? Yeah, thirteen goals. I mean, he wasn't the leading point getter, but I well, mean, no, I mean McDavid and Drysaddle played unreal. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Who said get on my back, boys? We're going as far as we can, and then they just fucking plopped and fucking died in the final practice in the Western final, practically. Um, but no, I mean, I don't know. Edmonton's got some decisions to make. Um, uh, Ken Holland obviously like has to figure stuff out there. I mean, hey, I'm just glad I'm not an oil. I mean, I'm glad I'm not an actual Oilers fan because it's like, well, what the fuck do we do from here? Like, we were one round away from going back to the Cup final, but we still have all this shit to do. There's here. a real possibility this team again, like they could not. This team kind of like the Canadians. They're kind of like the Canadians to me, where the Canadians, yes, they got help by how it was set up last year, but they went on a special run last year, and this year the worst team in the league. No, I'm not saying Edmonton is going to be the worst team in the league by any means with McDavid but, on your team. And but they have a real chance, like not to make playoffs next year. They could be, but they could be, they could be bottom ten. Like, Thankfully, 10. though, like you look at Edmonton, it's like, well, they probably will make playoffs just because of the division they're in. The I even though now you look at Vegas next year, and if they go get um, what's his face, uh, the, the who New York just fired, um. Why can't I think of his name? Trots. Yeah, if they go get Trots, I that team, one, they were riddled by injury all year. Yes, me and you were happy to see him make playoffs, but that's not what we expected. Yeah, um, we didn't. Two, expect if that. they go get Trots and like actually get some stability in the organization, 
But then again, sorry, I'm getting off topic here talking about Vegas real fast. Um, you're, if I'm look trust, I'm like, well, this team never holds on to any of the players that we have. They have no loyalty to the coaches. So it's like, why does Trotz go there? Um, just want to throw that out there. I didn't mean to get off topic there because I know we were talking about the Oilers and the issues that they're going to have. Oh, yeah. No, not a problem there. Um, I'm going to spoil it here for you because I know you're a little bit behind me because you're streaming. But in the Eastern final, as we're recording, Tampa took a two to one lead, minute 50 left to go in the third. Perfect. So it looks like Tampa may be going back down to Tampa, down to Tampa Bay. Um, to three two lead. With a three two lead to close out the Rangers uh, Saturday night. Honestly, this series ended in Game Three when New York blew a two nothing lead. No, yo, I as was soon as that game was two two, it was like really whoever wins this game now is going to go win this series. No, you're not wrong there. I mean, the Ranger, the fucking Ranger. First off, the Rangers fans did this to themselves. I mean, they fucking woke up Andre Vasilevsky. And if you really thought that the Lightning were gonna fucking lie down after taking it, after falling down two nothing, you fucking felt wrong and like have been living under a rock for God knows how long. Right, especially now if if I'm the Rangers and Tampa wins this game and they 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 end up going finishing this game, they go up three two going down home. Andre Vasilevsky in closeout games is a different animal. Oh like yeah, seven, it's like seven games. He's faced two hundred shots. He's only got one goal in. Like yeah, seven and zero oh in those games. I am worried as shit if I am the Rangers. I'm worried as shit if I'm the Rangers now. No, the Rangers honestly could be done. They're for done. It. They're done. And we and we can get the final that like we've expected. I'm not going to get the how and why are you here final set. And it's three to one. Game is over. There's an empty nutter. Empty nutter. Yep. Uh, sad Rangers fans. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. I, I just hate this. I, don't worry, Rangers fans. The Yankees are still the best team in baseball, and the Mets are okay too. I just hate how this fan base talks. Like, they haven't won a. They haven't they won the Stanley Cup since '94, and they talk like they're the kings of the world. No, they have not. Fucking, they haven't won shit. Exactly, they haven't won a cup since '94. Before that, since 19 fucking 40. Okay, a, a whole generation literally did not see the New York Ranger. A whole generation in New York City did not see the Rangers win the fucking Stanley Cup. Practically, like you had to have been like born like in the '30s and like 10 years old to like see the Rangers win a cup. And if you were born, like, in the 40s and, like, you would have been, like, in your 50s, like, seeing the Rangers win in 94. And now, like, any everybody else born after 94, like, generation – that's a, that's another generation and a half there that's, like, where the fuck do you come from saying that – thinking you're hot shit with your bumfuck hockey team? Oh, we play in the Garden, though. Yeah, the Garden isn't fucking Mecca anymore, though. Okay? Like – the garden the, has been popping this series, but the garden's been popping in the playoffs. But it, uh, it, it's just that New York City attitude. I'm really convinced about it because, like, when you when when the Yankees and the Mets like get going, like when the Yankees and the Mets get going. I mean, let's be honest here. Like the fans down in the city, they are a fucking whole different animal. And I know, like, I'm off topic about that now, but let's be honest. That's just how it is. I I mean you're not wrong. I mean, like we always talk about, like these big cities only will rally behind these teams when they're good. 
Well, yeah, look at Boston. I mean, they don't give a shit about hockey. Let's be honest. They don't give a shit about hockey until the playoffs come, and then everybody rallies around the Bruins. I mean, if you – and then, like, oh, and uh, and I'm going to sound – and now with the Celtics being in the finals here, I mean, I mean, they don't – like, let's be honest here. They don't give a shit about basketball for the – like, the diehard Celtics fans will go to the games. They care about They care about the team. But – the casuals that live around Boston, live in New England, follow, like, say that they follow the Celtics. They don't give a shit. I mean, there's some people that I know, like, that I know from school, like, school, not high school. I'm not calling out Paiska because Paiska actually talks about, has been talking about the Celtics, like, even during the regular season. But people I went to college with, like, that are, that claim to, that say they're Boston Celtics fans, but only made posts, like, after they won the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm like, you fucking jabronis coming out of hiding can go back to where you belong, okay? Back under, back under your fucking rocks, okay? I don't need to see this shit. I think, yeah, I think you just summed that up perfectly, and... It, it's like when football season comes and everybody puts on, puts on their Instagram stories that the Bills won. It's like oh, yeah, I, I, we don't have talk, we're not talking about those people till September, please, because those people are. Everyone knows how I feel. You're, you're going to get me heated. You're going to get me heated. I feel like I've hit something there with you, buddy. I I apologize. No, because you, you you know how I feel about them. Oh no, you know how I feel about that too. Because most people don't even know. Um, how we just got um, what is the receiver we picked up? Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Most you most, didn't even know. Most people don't know. Most people don't know. We traded down in the draft, so the Rams took Tavon Austin, and that is the year we took um, Cardell. Was it Cardell? Uh, yeah, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones from Ohio State. Um, the the quarterback that like said we we didn't come to play school or whatever. Yeah, that's the tweet. Who was the quarterback from FSU that we drafted as well? I for, I don't know who the quarterback. I have no I have no idea honestly. You drafted the punt god. I know we drafted the punt. Oh, EJ Manuel. Oh yeah, EJ Manuel. Yeah, drafted those him. days. I was that was 2013. That was 2013. And I can't he was, stand Florida State, so I was so pissed at that pick, and it turned out to be right because he was fucking atrocious. Yeah, EJ Manuel. Yeah, because you drafted EJ Manuel. Yeah, because yeah, you just signed Tavon Austin here. I'm pretty sure nobody knows that you drafted EJ Manuel back in 2013. I'm pretty sure people forgot about that. Um, you drafted the punt god this year. People are probably googling like, who's the punt god? Why did they call him the punt god? Um, no, no, wait until, wait until like September, October. Okay. Like if the Yankees and Mets continue to, if the Yankee, if the Yankees and Mets continue their run here, like you're just going to see a bunch of fucking Fairweather fans come out of hiding that start repping New York for either side. And I'm just going to be, and it's, that's going to bother me. I'm just going to be like, you fucking motherfuckers know nothing about the teams probably don't even have a fucking clue. They probably still think Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez are on are are on one side of the infield. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of them is having an ESPN 30 for 30 made about them and the other and one, one just made a Twitter account. Yeah, well that's that's the same guy. <laughs> and the other um, one so I didn't even know they're making a 30 for 30 about Jeter. Yeah, they are. It's coming out in like it's coming out next month, actually. Huh. I will not be watching that. 
I would. I will watch that. I will watch that. I know you will. You're a you're I'm a Yankees a, fan. I'm a Yankees fan. I will watch it. I am a baseball fan. I'm a sports fan. I mean, I can. I can. I. I love band. I can banter with people, but the thing is, those I can have a conversation with people about anything. I would. I can. I would rather talk about. <laughs> Uh, you know how they say men will literally rant off about anything sports wise, then go to therapy. I am them. Oh, me too. I, I, I am them. I would rather fucking talk about God. I would rather talk about cricket than go to fucking therapy. And I know jack shit about cricket. I know you know a little bit of cricket. Yeah, they hit the ball like they hit the ball off the. Uh, they the I think ball. we've talked about cricket a couple times on this podcast, and we just have no idea what is going on. Uh, they hit the ball off. Uh, they hit the ball off the off the thing, and like I guess it's called a wicket. They're not and supposed to hit home runs either. I found that out. You don't. Hit, it's no home runs. Like you hit the ball off the wicket, I believe, and then the runs technically count like off of balls, and you have to, and you run back and forth between the sticks, and that's how the runs come, I believe. And it's so many runs off of so many balls, and if you hit a certain point, then like they call the game. And England is not as good as and England's not as as good as England's not as good at cricket as they think they are. But then again, they've they England's not as good as football as they think they are either. It's not coming home. They're gonna lose to Wales in their group stage match. U.S. and U.S. and Wales are going through. U.S. and Iran. Imagine imagine the scenes of U.S. and Iran go through to the knockouts. I'd fucking they, the World Cup should be. We should, I was just about to say we should be talking about this now. The World Cup should be starting tomorrow, but instead, like, here we are, like, fucking down and depressed. I, I'm not even going to fucking talk about Nations League because I don't care because it is what it is there. Um, but back, <laughs> back to hockey real quick. Like, okay, so we're pretty much convinced that Tampa's winning and they're facing Colorado. Oh, yeah, the series is over in Tampa on Friday. Well, look on the bright side. You won't have to get a Rangers tattoo if that happens, and I'm really upset about that. I really wanted the Rangers to win the cup. So Wait, you'd have- is today's Thursday, right? Huh? Today's Thursday? Correct. Sorry, I meant Saturday. That yeah. Series will be- well, yeah, at least I don't have to get a Tampa or a, a New York tattoo. I'll have to get, like, a bolt, or I guess I'm going to get the mountains with the A. Yeah, well, the lightning bolt would the lightning bolt would be the easiest for you. You can literally just pose it off as a lightning bolt. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just... I'm gonna have my friend tattoo a lightning bolt on me, and that's don't have to pay for it. Yeah, you 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 gotta get the logo though, like get the actual logo with the circle around it. But you no, I'll just get, get the one they have on their their jerseys nowadays. Yeah, the lightning bolts with the circle around it. That's their logo. There's no circle on some of the jerseys. Uh, hold on. I know on their um, I think it's their alts that they wear. No, no, I guess they do all have the circle around them. All right, I could do the circle, I suppose. I mean, that's not terrible. No. The Avs logo, I mean, that's pretty much a work of art there, practically. I was a Lightning fan. I would honestly, do you remember those old, I guess it would have been the reverse retros last year, The blue, those blue Tampa Bay Lightning ones. I used to love their logo. Like when, oh, yeah, the, old, like when the Cavier and St. Louis won the cup. Yeah, the old Lightning logo, like when they came into the league and everything. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a nice and then logo. they went to that shit where they said the Tampa they had Tampa Bay above the Lightning. That was that a shit was, logo. That was a shit. Well, logo. the one that said Tampa Bay Lightning was cool. The one that said Tampa Bay sucked. Now I actually like this logo. It's just simple. It's very simple. There, yeah, it'd be a simple tattoo there for you, buddy. Um, Can I get Vazzy tweet uh, tatted on me, like for Vasilevsky. 
I mean, if you want to, you gotta get a tattoo regardless. It's your body. It's not like because it's probably have... my, it's probably my ass cheek, to be honest. <laughs> no, you just said you have to get a tattoo. I we didn't say where. I guess I'm gonna do a dot and say it's a it's a logo. No, you can't do that. It has to be the logo. Well, technically, no one can tell me it's not the logo. <laughs> if, you, if you look at it minuscule under a microscope, I could just say it's their logo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess Paul Bissonnette really didn't have to have his head shaved on national television by by Ryan Whitney. He could have just said he did it instead. When in reality, we know that he's a lot li- that he would have been a liar. Well, no, because no one's going to like, like I said, I'll get it. I'll set you could tweet out the picture of the dot and then just say if you look under a microscope, it's it's the logo. <laughs> and everybody's gonna call you out as a fraud. Oh, I've been called worse, so it, this is true. Get back in line, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I mean, hey, you know, speaking of calling out, I've got beef with my fantasy football commissioner once again. You know. Last week, last week talking about fantasy football with the whole Jock Peterson, Tommy Fan, Mike Trout debacle. My fantasy football commissioner got got wind of got wind of our conversation, and he said he's ready for the season already. And he told me that I'm already last in our preseason rankings, and we haven't even had the draft yet. Well, I, I'm gonna agree with him here. I'll put you down there as well. Oh, you know what? Fuck you. You piss me off. You, you're down there. Yeah. Well, did you did you probably came in last place last year? That's why. I didn't come in you, last. You, place. You're not a good GM. You got to call me up for the draft. No, I did not come in last place. Okay, his, his in fact his brother came in last place, and he still hasn't done. And I told you this like av- technically after we were done recording, because like we got so off topic and everything. Oh, um, I, I wish people would have got to hear that conversation. That would have been that would have been something. That shit. According to you, we'll get into that. We can bring that up later if you want. There, but before we got into all of that, though, I mentioned like his brother was the one that finished in last place, and then even like from last place from two seasons ago, like the punishment still hasn't been done, and my, and I was told, and I was told that he's got, and I and. You know, my, my corrupt fantasy football commissioner said that he's got to get on that and everything. Well, get fucking on it, all right? I, I'm calling you out right now. You have until, because me and me and him, like we go, go, like we have, we we do like quote unquote the match every year, like where we go golfing like once a year, and we just like you know see who wins. He wins all the time because I fucking suck. But um, you have until up until we go golfing. They have to do their punishments, all right? Both Brad and Beans have to do their punishment before we go golfing. I'm calling you out right now, Nick. Okay? Yeah, that's a bad commission if he doesn't have him do the punishments. No, that is a bad commission. I mean, you know, I'm not... He's also good, though, for putting you in last place in the rankings. No. I respect it. I respect it. Of course you respect it. Fuck you, too, okay? Um, uh... So what you get for making me get a tattoo? I'm going to just sue and say I was drunk when I made it because you can't be drunk getting into a contract. I learned that in business. You were business sober when you said it over the airways. You're gonna. You don't know that. Also, 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 the thing is, there is you have texted. We have texted time and time again about what you have to do. I have the conversation still. Uh. Practically in writing now. At this point, you're getting the tattoo. Fine. 
plus you said you don't have to pay for it you just have one of your buddies. if it's a if it's the lightning bolt yes if it's if colorado wins i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have to get it paid for because i don't trust that no okay that's understandable there i'll do uh, the lightning bolt let's have my buddy do it if not i'll if it's an avalanche i'll get it paid for and if it. it's an avalanche see if it's the avalanche we'll- can i do the nordiques logo I was going to say you can either do the Nordic. You know, that's what I was going to say. If it's the Avs logo, because that's kind of a piece of work there. What I was going to say is if you wanted to do a logo because they've wore the Quebec Nordique, I'll be lenient here. If the Avs win the cup, you can either do the Nordique logo because that's just an igloo with a hockey stick. Or you could probably do their old Rockies logo with the, the old Rockies C logo. Yeah. What if I do their alternate logo where it's just like the C with like the black in the middle? That's what their old Rockies logo is. I see. Oh is. yeah. Well, yeah. Oh no, because there's no Rockies in this one though. Okay, so it's like there. It's like an. It's alter- literally just a C. Yeah, it's like it's a C. With like that a- lenient there. I don't care. Right. Like I'll be lenient. I don't. Yeah. As long as it's a logo, that's all I said. It had to be like it's got to be a logo affiliated with the team. Can I do the foot? <laughs> They have a foot logo. Yeah, do you remember they used to have them on their shoulder patches, like the Yeti foot logo? Oh yeah, back like twenty years ago, like when they won the cup. Yeah, like that was like you just want to get a foot. Yeah, when Patrick Raw was on the team. Yeah, when Juan Sackett, that was Joe Sack, Ray Bork. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do the, like I said, I forget Bork was on that team. He was on 01, not ninety six, because in ninety six he was still in Boston. Ninety six, he was still with Boston. And then they traded him. It's 21 years ago to the day that Ray Bork won the cup. And then he retired. Good guy. He that, was, owns a... that was his only cup, right? Because he never got one with Boston. He only made the conference. He made the finals once, I believe. They lost in 89 to the Bru- to the Cabs. Because that was like when it was like. Yeah, dude, yeah. That was like when it was still like the divisions and everything was like that before. Like the realignment and everything had happened. Um, no. Not 89. 89 was the 89 was the Habs losing to um uh Calgary. 86 was one day lost to Montreal. If I'm I made a mistake. I should have known um, better. Um yeah, 86 was they lost to the Habs. Yeah, 89 was the Habs no, lost. No, 89 to- was the Habs beating Calgary. Or 86 was Habs beating Calgary. When the fuck did Boston wait, when did Boston lose in the cup then? They made the cup final once, I believe, when Bork was there. Um, hmm. I'm wrong here. Fuck. I know Boston. I'm looking it up right now. I know Boston lost the cup final at some point. Or did they not make a cup final? They may have lost in a conference final a couple of times. Um, Bruins hockey, like, in the 80s, like, was hit or miss. That's why. Like their they their history like is didn't didn't Ray Bork bring the cup to Boston when he won it? Ray Bork did bring the cup to Boston when he won it. In fact, after he retired, he opened up a restaurant in Boston, which is still open today, by the way. Um, I don't I don't think Bork ever made a final with Boston. I thought he did. I thought he did. Oh well, like I said, eighties and Bo- the eighties Bruins hockey like. When you really think about Bruins hockey, like their history, like they've had some great players, but the team overall has been very hit or miss. Like, yeah, they won their cups. 80, 88, 88, 88, Oilers, Bruins. I knew it was, I knew it was in the eighties. Okay. They lost. So they lost to Gretzky. They lost okay. to Gretzky. Yep. That makes sense there. Why would Gretzky and Messi? Yep. 
have Gretzky, Messier, Coffey, Yari Curry, Mar- Marty McSorley. That was prior. Wasn't like, Grant? Was it Grant Fear the goalie? He was the goalie, right? Yeah. Yep, Grant Fear was the goalie because then Gretzky left, got traded to Los Angeles. Calgary beat Montreal in '89. That was Lanny McDon. That was Lanny McDonald. Um, Lanny McDonald. McDonald, however his last name is. So that was Gretzky's fourth cup then in '88. That was his last cup. Yep. His and, fourth and last because he won all four with the Oilers. And then in Edmonton won again in nine. And then Edmonton won again in '90. I forget who they beat though. I don't remember. I don't. It's a whatever. Didn't to they me. beat? They didn't. They beat Boston again in '90. They may have. You looking it up now? No. Oh yes. All right. Well, yeah. It was Boston in '90. Okay. So yeah, Boston made two Cup finals. I knew Boston made a Cup finals. So I didn't think. I thought. I didn't. I don't remember Bork going to the finals of Boston. I knew boss. He made one. I knew he made one, but I was thinking '86 for some reason. So I was a couple years. So actually, I was a couple years. I, was, I wasn't that far off. I did Gretzky ever make a Cup final again after he left Edmonton? Because I know he didn't. He didn't make one with LA. No, he did make one with LA. They actually what year like '93. They lost to Montreal. Oh, that's so, right. So '93, and we're way off topic again, but it's, it's okay. fine. Yeah, it's fine. '93, they made a Cup final. They made the cup final because that was Bear, um, uh, Barry Melrose um, uh, coached that team in 93. And, that's, that's, yeah, that's a... and one of the Kings players, I think it was Marty McSorley, the Los Angeles Kings scored a goal, but I believe it was Marty McSorley that was called for they Montreal challenged the goal because of the length of Marty McSorley's stick, I believe. It was the length of the stick, but it was, I'm not a hundred. I think it was Marty McSorley and Montreal won the challenge. They came, the refs actually measured the stick and said it was too long. Montreal got a power play. They scored on the power play and that literally turned the series around. Montreal ended up winning the cup. Yeah. And and that, that was the, that was Montreal's last cup, right? It was 93. That was, the, that was the, that was the last time a Canadian, Canadian team, won. team won a cup. Yep. And did, when did, Go ahead. Did Luongo? Uh, I know we talked about this last week about the cups. Luongo, Vancouver never. No, Vancouver never made one with. Oh, never. I'm thinking. Never. I was thinking Ottawa for some reason. I was confusing Ottawa with Vancouver. Ottawa didn't make one with Ottawa. Did, Ottawa made one cup final. That was in 2007. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I was thinking Ray, Vancouver was in there, but then I'm like, no, that's wrong. Ray Emery did end up winning a cup with Chicago, though. R.I.P. Ray Emery, by the way. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what cup was he on for Chicago? I think it was 2013. Was it, I was going to say probably the 2013 cup, right? Because before that, he was in Detroit, right? Or was Detroit after? It was the 2013 cup. He was on the 2013 cup, fi- cup uh, final team. Because he did not, he actually did not play in Detroit. He played for Ottawa, Chicago, Philadelphia, Anaheim, and then he played for a couple KHL teams. Yep. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, so he, yeah, he was on the 2013 team because he backed up um, uh, Corey Crawford. Corey Crawford was goaded during those three cup runs. Corey Crawford 
Like, I don't get how, like, with the salary cap and everything, I don't know how Chicago ever really kept that, like, team intact, how they had. They really didn't, honestly. I mean, they Well, sold. I mean, they always had their stars. I mean, you had you had Taze, you had – was Hosa? No, they, Hosa was only there for – Two. Two of them. Because Kane, Taze, Crawford were there for all three. I think Soupy was there for all three. Yeah. Duncan Keith was all three. Duncan Keith was all three. Young, was Yalmerson all three? I think he was yes. two. I think, no, I think he was three. Yeah. And then um, uh, Patrick Sharp was off. No, two, all three. I think Sharpie was all three as well. Yeah. They, they so kept the, saying they kept the core together, like, which is surprising because, like, a lot of teams, like, that we see can't, can't really keep a core together like that. No. I guess, I guess we're seeing Tampa do that now. They really are. We're seeing Tampa do that now. Exactly. I mean, they're keeping the core together, just replacing the depth. And that's what Chicago did back in the early 2010s um, for that. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's just crazy to see, like, how Chicago did that and where they are now, how they fell from grace practically. I mean, we're about to see Boston do that. Hey, I'm okay with that. Me too. I, I mean, let's be honest. If Pasternak wants to leave, Pasternak, apparently. Well, if they don't get a contract extension, he wants out. Well, they since they fired Cassidy, that's gonna like well, that may force his hand to like leave. No, then, everyone the players hated Cassidy. I think that would force him to stay because I think that's a reason. I think um, they fired him. Bergeron, yeah, I think Bergeron might stay because I know a lot of the podcasts I listen to were like everyone like talks about in Boston how like all the players hated Cassidy, and that's why um, DeBrusque wanted out because of Cassidy. Yeah, DeBrusque may stay now. Bergeron may stay now. But, I mean, Marshawn's not going to be there for the start of the season. Um, I don't think – Somebody um, else isn't either. McAvoy won't be there for the start of the season. So, whoever the new coach is going to come in and struggle, I think, in the beginning of the season. Hey, I mean, hey, the more Boston struggles, that's one more team that the Sabres can jump in the standings next season because – you know, I also I'm, think Cassie, though, was just kind of like a scapegoat because Boston. Don Sweeney does not deserve to be there. No, they need to replace all the old core that Boston has had for years. And yeah, that's, never- that's why I said I think Cassidy was just a scapegoat in that situation. Even though, for some reason, the Boston media sucks off Don Sweeney. The Boston media sucks off everybody when they're doing good, and then like, and then when they suck, then the boss, then then they just turn on them. Well, kind of okay. like every every media. This is true, but Boston, New York, they're the worst. I mean, they are; those are the two worst. I, but I mean, I just uh, don't get it because I don't get why they suck Sweeney up because under Sweeney, they've had all just first round, except for the cup in 2018, they've been all first, basically first or second round exits in the playoffs. Exactly. Like I, Don Sweeney should not get the praise that he gets. I mean, they won, they won, they won a cup in 2011 because Vancouver choked and they made a cup final. Sweeney wasn't even there then though. Oh, that's right. He wasn't. Yeah. They made the cup final in 2019. Yeah. And- because Sweeney what? came in six years ago. I thought it was longer. No, Shit. Don Sweeney's only been there six years. So since 24 and 2022, so 20, six, shit, 2016. Holy fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I was actually, um, they were talking about it, I think, was it Chicklets today? They were talking about uh, Sweeney and all of his draft picks, basically, really besides McAvoy, are gone. <laughs> or they were bust. And they're yeah. in the AHL. So it's like so it's like Vegas practically. Basically. But I mean Vegas is a like that's a tough one to compare it to because they've just got in the league. 
Yeah, but or, they've been in the league as long as Don Sweeney's been the manager for general manager for the Boston. It's been that, oh yeah, I guess I went to the 2018 Cup against. Yeah, yeah. holy fuck! Yeah, giving them been in the league for four years already. Uh, five. Yeah, eighteen. It will be five. It will be five. 19, 20, 20, yeah, five seasons. Jesus Christ. You know, fuck, we're getting old, man. It Time... seems like just yesterday that Vegas, like, wasn't a team. Like, if you honestly came up and asked me if I wasn't thinking, like, how long has Vegas been in the league, I'd probably say three years. Honestly, like, there's some shit that, like, I see, like, on Twitter, like, 10 years ago today, I'm like, there's no fucking way that happened in 2012. Like, I fucking feel like it happened, like, in fucking 2015 or whatever. Yeah, so, right. Like, I, I well, it's like what, like with the Sabres' last playoff appearance. How people talk about it? It's only what 2013, 2010, 2011 ish. Yeah, like it's, it's like I, I, I would tell you that was like even longer than that. Like I thought it was a lot longer. Like it feels a lot longer than that. It does. It really does. Honestly, I mean, hey, I mean, it's been, it, you know, honestly, I mean, yeah, twenty eleven was the last time the Sabres. Yeah, twenty exactly. I mean, the Yankees haven't won a title in, since two thousand and nine. It feels longer than that. It feels longer. Yeah, it does feel longer than that. Yeah, it really does. It, it, fuck. Um, uh, I mean, shit. Time flies when you're not having fun anymore because your grown up life sucks. Because we're getting fucking old. I've told you, we're old men now, practically. Or I, I miss the days of like now, like not that like I'm not someone who like peaked in like high school or middle school by any means. But like those days were just like simple. Exactly, pretty much. I mean, you know, shit. I mean, they're going back to the NBA. This is the first time the Celtics have made the finals since 2010. Like it's been 12 years. And did like, they win it? Was that the year? Did they beat the Lakers that year? Or was that the year or lost to the Lakers? They lost to the Lakers that year. They had a two, three, two lead going back to Los Angeles, and they blew it. And they should have fired Doc Rivers after that. I actually, the year before was the year they beat the Lakers, right? Two years before. Two. So they haven't won a title since 2008. Wait, who won it in 2009? The Magic made the finals. That was the oh, year. Oh, that's right. That was the year Dwight Howard just caught fire and carried them on his back practically. See, all this stuff we're talking about seems is so long ago, but it's like I forgot no. Dwight Howard carried that Magic team to the playoff and even to the NBA final, even though the Lakers what was it four one? Uh, yeah, it was four. Uh, it was it was four one, I believe. Cause I it was four one, yeah. Cause they won in or they won they clinched the title in Orlando. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause what they Magic won like game three, barely every other game. Other than that was basically not a blowout, but it never felt. It was like, that finals fucking sucked. Yeah, that finals sucked. Everybody but, and it's just crazy too. Cause like really after like that season, Dwight Howard just like became like just like a journeyman. It feels pretty like. much. Yeah, no, it, it it does feel like that, honestly. But that's the thing, though. Like, we talk about, like, all this stuff, like, so long ago. I'm just like, damn, that's that long ago? Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's crazy that it's been 14 years since the Celtics have won a title. It's been it's crazy that it's 12 years now since they've made the finals up until now, obviously. Um, fuck, shit. I, it, it feels so... I don't know, 2010, I was in... 2010, I was in 7th grade. So I was in 6th grade, yeah, 6th uh, grade, yeah, 6th grade seems about finishing up 6th grade, because that was in the summer. Yeah. Like, 
Holy fuck. Um, because the thing is though is like ah damn. Jesus Christ. Holy fuck, you know, it just we are fucking, old. No, it just fucking hit me that all the shit that all the all the shit that like sports wise, like you know, talking about years ago, like I'm like, oh yeah, well, I was in high school when that happened. Nope, I was in fucking middle school when that happened. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I was still in elementary school when the Yankees last won the World Series. I was still in, I think I was still in eighth grade when LeBron finally made his move to Miami. LeBron I mean, I made was his eighth move. grade. Yeah, that was 2010. Yeah. Like, moved to Miami in 2010. That was like the 2010, 2011 season. So, yeah, I would have been in eighth grade. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. Jesus. Like, like I would have swore that was in high school. I mean, yeah. Exactly. At least. I know eighth grade is like right there, but I would have swore I was in high school. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we going on about this, I mean, even the, like, you know, even the, um, uh, even stuff with the NFL, like, like, you tell me that, like, the, like, when the Giants, like, won their, when the Giants beat the Patriots the first time, I was only in fourth grade. Yep. When they, when they won it again, like, when they beat the Patriots the second time, I was in eighth grade. But if you told me that the Eagles won the Super Bowl five years ago, I would not fucking believe you. I would have said maybe like if I didn't know, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to praise myself here a little bit. I know that it was five years ago. Cause that, cause that was the case there. But any other person like says like five years ago, like there's no fucking way. Like it doesn't seem that long. Like it doesn't seem that long. Like, or if the, or when the, um, uh, well, cause the year after that year after the Eagles was new England, that was new England. And the Rams. No. It wasn't. Yeah. I guess it would have been first because then then the next year was New England and uh, Atlanta, right? No, New England and Atlanta. I was a freshman in college. So that was 2017? 16. Yeah, 16 season, February 2017. 2017, yeah. So, like, the Eagles was, like, 2017 season, and then the Rams was that after that. Like, if you told me Kansas City won the Super Bowl three seasons ago, like, well, if you said Kansas City won the Super Bowl three seasons ago now, it's like, no way. It feels like it was just, like, last year. Holy fuck, that's right, because then they, yeah, they went and lost to the Bucks, and then, oh, my God, then, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, we're fucking, time's flying. Time is fucking flying. But back to, I just want to go back. I just want to go back to the Celtics, like when the Celtics lost to the Lakers real quick. I remember a conversation I had like in, in college about this, about like how the Celtics lost. And I, cause I made a point about how Doc Rivers should have got fired after. And he's like, what do you mean? Doc? And mother, dumb motherfucker, like was like, no, Doc Rivers is a good coach and everything. They wouldn't, shouldn't have fired him and everything. I'm like, Doc Rivers is not a fucking good coach. No. I mean. I mean, look at like what he did after they lost that finals to to the Lakers. I mean, the team kind of was never the same. They well, after that, didn't they? That's when they traded Pierce and Garnett to the Nets, right? They couldn't get past Miami, and they couldn't get past Miami in the playoffs. So then they made the yep. trade, and then they fired Doc like sometime after that. And now look what he's doing. Like look what he did with the Clippers. He couldn't get them past. He couldn't get them past the conference finals. That they team should have won a championship. Could have won a championship. They yeah. They only made one conference finals under him. And now look what he and now look at him in Philly. They can't do anything with him coaching in Philly. He's not a good coach. So like anybody that tells me that Doc Rivers is a good head coach, like I'm telling you, you're a dumb motherfucker right to your face, and you know nothing about basketball. But I, I agree with you. Fucking title. I don't care that he won a title in, in, with Boston. He should have won more. 
but you know enough of the water exactly enough with me being on my high my high horse here but um because enough of me being on my high horse here because, you know, my fantasy football team is not the worst in the league. But, you know, I guess I deserve – I guess, you know, last in the rankings, the anti hey, – It makes you hungry. It makes you hungry to go draft the best team. It, what, yeah, I, what, what pick are you this year? That's the thing. I don't – we haven't even had the draft lottery yet. We have a draft lottery. Oh, you guys, oh, you guys don't have it by where you finished last year in the standings? So we actually don't know. Oh my God. We actually, I actually don't even have, cause we are actually contemplating like how many like keeper picks and everything. We don't know how many keepers they're going to be. Uh, the draft lottery hasn't been done yet. I mean, the punishment still haven't done. See, see now are you seeing like where I'm coming from? Corrupt commissioner. Not, Shit league. Not I'm, having, going, I'm going to the live fantasy football league. Uh, I'm forming my own fantasy football league at this point. Lonely Heart Sports Pod Fantasy Football League. No buy-in because I don't want to chase anybody down for fucking money. Um, we'll have the draft. It can be like, we'll have the draft. Like, you don't need to come in person or anything. Just make sure you have your phone on you no, uh, and not auto-drafting anybody. Um, we don't need to keep track of anything like that. Um Maybe the winner gets a championship belt, uh, you know, like a cheap championship belt. That's about it there. But I'm forming my own league at this point. I'm, I'm defecting. <laughs> I'm fucking defecting. <laughs> I'm fucking defecting. So if Putin started a fantasy football league, would you join that then? If the Saudis started a fantasy football league, would you join that? If they're paying me how they're paying Dustin Johnson, hell yes. <laughs> You're doing it for your family, right? Exactly. That's all it is. Generation, generational wealth. All my kids. Uh, all my kids' kids to uh, be. How much like. money? How much of that is Dave, is Dave going to try and take from you? Uh, who knows? Who knows? How much of that is Zach going to try and take from you? None. I'd beat his ass. <laughs> tell him. Tell 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 him to tell him to tell him to, tell him to make his own fantasy football league and get funded by the Saudis, right? I don't even know if we're going to have a fantasy football league this year because, like I said, we just do like the, I think it was a 10 or $20 buy in. And just too many people fought over such a simple league. So I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm done with this. Like, this is just. This is bullshit. It's too much fighting. No, no, I. It gets taken too seriously. And. Right. Sorry you drafted a dog shit team. Or, no, the fucking guy auto drafted because he's a fucking idiot the one year. Then the next year, he finally drafts himself a team when they're fucking absolute dog shit, and he's trying to make moves all season because they're shit and getting mad because the moves just aren't happening for him. Well, I will say this. It's kind of the same thing, like, with FPL because I have some friends, like, I went to college with, like, FPL with them, and I follow it for, like, the first, like, three weeks, but then I'm at that point, I'm just, like, because I, I, like, FPL is easier, in my honest opinion, because, like, if you know soccer, like, you know who to draft, but if you don't know Premier League, like you're just gonna take off of names primarily. And well, if let's be honest, there's only a handful of players that can perform well on a consistent basis week in and week out in the Premier League. But like <clears throat> Mo Salah. Hey. Also, I, I wanna talk about that real fast. Before yeah, we get okay. into FPL, Ronaldo should not be in the fucking team of the year, and you can piss you're, off. You're a hater. You're no. a fucking Jose, 
Oh my God, you are such a hypocrite! And oh my God, you're, you're, I'm fucking with you. Calm down, calm all down. Right, good. Fuck there too, honestly. Let's be honest. Team of the year and all that stuff—it's a popularity contest, anyways. I mean, the Professional Football Writers Association, Pro Football Writers Association, or whatever it's called in England—they just—it's the same thing as the Ballon d'Or. It's the same thing yeah. as the FIFA Player Best Awards. It's all a popularity contest. Yeah, like, let's be honest. Son should have made it over Ronaldo. I Son, think I think that is the one thing I probably disagreed with on that list. How many goals and assists did Mane have all season? Um, I tell you one second. I don't know the exact. Because we're not 18 goals and three assists. So that's 21 goal contributions. So this year in the Premier League, let's see. Huh. Why can't I find it? Oh, there we go. Accept all cookies. Where is it? Accept all cookies. Why can't why is it tell no, not all seasons. The 2021-2022 season. Um he had 16 goals. How many? Two assists. That's less goal contributions than Ronaldo. Neither of them should have made it. How many appearances did Ronaldo make, though? Ronaldo didn't sign on until, like, August. So, Ronaldo didn't sign on. Ronaldo didn't sign on until, like, August. August, And didn't make his first appearance until, like, after. Yes, but also, and then as well, though, Mane also has zero penalties. Ronaldo had three. About- he still has one more goal. Con- he still has one more goal contribution, goals and assists. Yes, and I think at that point, like I'm thinking for Mane to be Neither in there, there is because of the penalties, and that's why I think that's why I think Son should be in there because Son scored zero penalties as well, and I think had more goal contributions than Ronaldo did. Son did have more goal contributions than Ronaldo with goals alone. He had 23 goals. He had more goal contributions than Mane too with goals alone. How Neither, many goals? How many goals did Ronaldo have? Nine, 20. He had 18. 18. He had third. He was third top goal scorer in the Premier League. He only had three assists though, which is actually three more than I thought he would have had. So, but yeah, how many pass? Oh, I guess like I'm looking at his like uh, Mane stats right now, so like to see the passes and stuff, and you probably don't have that up. Let me no. go. Let me go look at Ronaldo. Because Son's more of a winner, anyways. I mean, well, technically, like a center forward, a winger. Yeah, he's not really a true for not really a true position. He did get screwed though. I mean, he won Let's the gold. Yeah, Ronaldo had eighteen goals, three assists, eight hundred seventy-nine passes. Mane had one thousand thirty-six passes. Um. Big chances created for Mane were nine compared to Ronaldo seven. Fifty crosses for Mane, fifteen crosses for Ronaldo. <laughs> fifteen crosses for a striker. I'm actually impressed. <laughs> and then their shooting for... accuracy, Mane forty percent, Ronaldo thirty nine, basically the same. Ronaldo also did though take twelve more shots than Mane with the same on target. I strike. Hey, I mean, he is a striker, so I mean, I will say that Mane's a winger. No, I know that Ronaldo is a striker, so I understand he's taking. 
Well, based on that, I'm convinced neither of them should have made it over Son. <laughs> I knew Mane. I, 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 right, I, I see. I think I, I might just be being biased because you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah. And the and the Rolling Stones had a bigger party at Anfield than Liverpool did all season. Then you're upset about it. How many trophies did you lift this year? <laughs> you know, we didn't even win. No, the... answer my question. How many trophies did you lift this year? I'm trying to think. Um, uh, let's see. Zero. One, one. Ronaldo made team of the year. Oh, fuck off. So that means, all right. So that means I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And nine, ten, club, at least ten. I might be missing a couple. At least and, ten. And both of the, and he's leaving the club. What a shame. Uh it might not be happening now because Byron is dicking us around with what they're offering us. They tried oh, to I'm offer pro- us twenty five million the other day. Yeah, they're low, are, you talking about, are you talking about Salah? I'm talking about Mo Salah because he won the awards. I'm joking that he may leave. He's not leaving. I think he he's... won't leave, even though what he did say that did piss me off, saying he'll go to any other Premier League club if they offer him the money. Yeah, Matt, yeah, like, yeah because fuck, off. fuck off, mate. are gonna fucking offer him a hundred million. Yeah. yeah, fuck. I mean, the fucking FSG might not offer him that for fuck's sakes. <laughs> God, I mean, that... Jesus Christ. No. We, we might be a mid-table team next year if we lose both these two. Uh, worry about that in August. Yeah, I mean our defense and goaltending still fine. I mean, I'll talk. Um, we got we'll still have two good strikers, and we still have the midfield intact. So I'll I'm talk, really I'll, not worried. I'll, I mean, I'll talk transfers and everything with you, but I'm kind of taking a break from following, focusing on it. Oh, me, it, I was going to bring that up because it was such a, such a shit show today. It's all a fucking um, uh, it's all a popularity contest, actually. So Ronaldo for the Ballon d'Or then. Uh, no, Lionel Messi, based off of his great season at PSG, I mean, leading league Un in assists, even though he only had three fucking goals. I mean, he's going to win the World Cup with Argentina anyway, so why not? Fuck off. Italy, pro- Italy has a better chance to win the World Cup than Argentina does. Let's get right into that right now, actually. Did you see that FIFA is considering kicking Ecuador out of the World Cup because they fielded a player that... that uh, w- technically was ineligible because of a birth certificate issue? Uh, no. So who would they put in? Would it be someone from Common Bowl? So, yeah. would, it so be, would it be someone from Common Bowl? So the thing is, though, is Ecuador are actually set to be, according to various media sources, Ecuador could potentially be expelled from this year's World Cup over claims that one of their defenders, Brian Castillo, falsified his birth documents and is actually from Colombia. Which means he would have been ineligible for any games for that they play that he played in, in for their entire qualifying campaign. Chile, 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 however the fuck you want to say it, because I know Chile. People, yeah, have different uh, Chile. <laughs> like, uh, like that's, uh, uh, that's just the worst. Call, that's I still can't believe Rochester calls it that. Yeah, I say I I can't either, and I live here. Um, uh, they claim that they have proof that Castillo was born in Colombia and not in Ecuador, and... How the fuck do they have proof? <laughs> oh, fucking South America, man. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's, like, it's, it's weird. Like, Mike, Mike, so, talk about fucking, like, third world country problems. So, apparently, according to Chile, 
They say that Castillo was born in Colombia in 1995 and not in Ecuador in 1998, according to his birth certificate says. So, <laughs> so if motherfucker Chil- made himself three years younger as well, good for him. <laughs> so, so apparently FIFA may actually go through with this and like may ch- may kick Ecuador out. Now Chile Chile's complaining because they're complaining because they finished like just below Ecuador yeah. in all fine and common bowl. So would they get in or would they somehow try to get Italy in? That's where the fucking debacle comes in because if they actually somehow find a way to get Italy in, then they would do that because of like highest um uh, world ranking. And if Italy somehow gets in, everybody's just going to fucking shit the bed and bitch about it. And I know oh, I like if Italy got in and then won the World Cup Oh, imagine the scenes. They're not going to. They're first off. They got they first off. There's they no shot they win the World Cup. I was just saying. There's no. First shot. off, they don't deserve to make the World Cup because they lost to North Macedonia. Second off, if up, they up the mats, up the yeah, I know. I was hoping they would have beat Portugal too, but they didn't. Um, it would have just been it, that would be a huge dumpster fire. I mean, this World Cup's going to be a joke anyways because not only because of not only where it is, but the timing of it. The timing of it, the timing of the matches, everything. Can I talk about sports washing as well. We're actually going to go play in Qatar and no one's going to bat an eye at that. Everybody's been batting a fucking eye at that. <laughs> well, I mean, no big media members have been talking about it. They don't care. It's just the people bitching on Twitter about it. Exactly. Exactly. Taylor Twelman will say something on Twitter, but won't say anything on ESPN. Exactly. Disney would fire him. That's why. Oh, oh yeah. well. Okay, so I'm actually watching highlights of Live Golf on SportsCenter. The graphics look weird. I didn't mind it. Wait, they're actually, they're actually having it on SportsCenter right now? Yeah, they have, like, highlights of it, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put that on real fast. So I didn't SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt, that one? Yep, that's it right there. Oh, Phil, has, Phil, Phil looks weird. I, I don't know what Phil looks like. He yeah. looks like shit. But it also kind of represents what he kind of went through this past couple. He months doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's done practically. Like I think this is the re- this may actually be like a retirement tour for Phil, and we just don't know. Well, it. Fucking might as well. I mean, f- motherfucker just got two hundred million dollars. Exactly. Like he does not care. Let's see here. The course looks nice though. Oh yeah, I I just kind of I I like seeing the team's logos on the side next to the guys' names. Um, uh, I, I like it. I, it's different. I enjoy it. It is but honestly like like I said, the broadcasting of it doesn't look bad. No, the graphic looks weird. I have to get used to that though. Um, well, yeah. it's like, it's like the, it doesn't bother me because that's exactly how the F one graphic looks on the side during races. This is true. This is very true. It's that's that's what I was gonna say. It's more like a racing graphic than it is a golf graphic. Uh-huh. Where you see like the PGA like graphic right now, like you got the score, and like, also there's no one in the stands for the. Canadian Open. You know, I want to get back to golf real quick, actually, because other than that, after that, I really don't have much to say. Oh, I got one thing before we get to go. What kind of entails the golf? I saw the Goodyear blimp yesterday. Yes, that was in the area, like in your area. Not yeah, my... it flew right over me when I was doing my deliveries. I was like, oh. "What the fuck?" I was like, "Where is it going?" Then I was like, "I was like, oh yeah, it's probably going up to Toronto for the golf." And then I was like, "Yep, sure as shit, it was." Yeah, it went to it stopped in it stopped in Niagara Falls actually. Yeah, like, did you know there's only two blimps in the United States? One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Yeah, I didn't know that till I looked it up yesterday. I actually did know that. I think I I found that out years ago actually. But 
My anyway, last... sorry, I was sorry to interrupt you there. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. The Goodyear blimp is always good to see anyways. I mean, let's be honest. It's a giant blimp in the sky, and everybody's like, ooh, a blimp. And they point and take pictures of it. I almost um, crashed my FedEx truck yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, but no, last thing about golf and just in general for me. Did you sign up for like the registry to like for tickets for the PGA championship next year at all? Yes. Did you see what the ticket prices are with in that email? I know it's two fifty for Sunday. I didn't get yeah. the email yet because I'm group I'm a group behind you. Oh yeah, because I got the email like about like what t- no, that's what the email is, like what ticket prices are and everything. I didn't get that yet. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, if you know it's like two fifteen, like you would have gotten that email. Well, no, because my buddy told me because he uh he got an A group, and he oh. bought, he bought tickets for Sunday. Are right there two hundred fifty dollars? Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get to chance. I I got like an email saying like what ticket prices are, but not buying tickets. Yeah, it's like two hundred fifteen dollars for Sunday alone. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass on fucking going. <laughs> and I look. What is it for a practice round? It's like fifty to seventy five dollars. See, I might do that. I might do a practice round. I would prefer like to do the weekend because like I don't have to take off of work. Like I said, I don't. I'll probably now more than likely be in Florida the beginning of August. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is like I may not even be living where I'm living either. Like in 2023, I just saw 215 dollars, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I kind of expected that for like the weekend. I mean, I expected about 150 dollars. Apparently, a court, a court, apparently. Like, it also includes, like, a voucher for, like, all you can eat, like, food there, like, food and beverage, too, which is nice. But the thing is, though, is, like, for me to justify that, like, $215 for, like, the weekend. Just drink a lot of beer. No, I'm I'm talking about, like, just being there. I'd have to be there, like, all day. Yeah. Move around. And I can't see myself doing that. I can't see myself doing that. I mean, that's just me. That That's just me there. I mean... I don't know. I'm probably going to pass on it um, just because. I mean, I may do a practice round, you know, just why not? Like, I think I mean, the practice rounds will be more exciting because it's more of like a, like a chilled atmosphere instead of being all fucking politically correct and like country club. Yeah, and then also just being like all squashed together with people. Yeah, and then like, you have a better chance of actually like getting to talk to one of the players and like having them sign something. Oh, I fall. I would follow. I would follow Phil Spieth. I I would follow Spieth around all day. Be like, Yo, Jordan, what's up, man? How you doing? I would try to slap Tiger's ass and then get tackled by security. <laughs> I could see that fucking happening. Maybe I am not bail me out of jail. I'm not setting up a GoFundMe for that one. I I'm think not it's reasonable. Set, I'm not. I told you, if you for Chicklets Cup, if you. Start a fight with Paul Bissonette, I'll set up a GoFundMe for that one. I'm not setting up a GoFundMe. I speak, I am still going to chirp the shit out of Biz. I wish I was going to Chicklets Cup with you just to see that happen, but I will be in the I will be in Pocono instead that weekend. Pocono, Pocono. Yeah, that's the that's when the Pocono. Uh, that's like when the NASCAR races there. I'm going with. I think I told you this. One of my friends. Pocono, don't touch me there. This is my private square. Ah, <laughs> oh, God! All right, we've. <laughs> no, we're. I think, I, I, I think we've extended our welcome with the people listening now. 
Oh, I think we're good here. Like, I, I think we're good here. Like, I, I just want to know, like, you know, bring that across. Like, I'm going to fucking pass on fucking PGA. Like, at least, like, the tournament style. Yeah. Maybe a practice round. Maybe take a day off of work and do that. Oh, also, um, before we go, I did go to the Bandits game Saturday, and the arena was electric, and I need the Sabres to get good to have that atmosphere all the time. I want the Bandits to lose game two just so I can go to game three because I told my dad that, like. Me too. I'm hoping that. Because I told my dad, like. My dad asked me, like, if the Bandits won on Saturday. And I said, yeah, they did. And he's like, well, do do you just want them to win or no? I said, no, I want them to lose. That way we can go to game three. And and he's like, okay, that makes sense there. So, like, I guess if they lose game two, I gotta, I'm i practically going to the game at this point. Like, if they lose game two. Yeah, I'm going to get my free tickets again if they lose on Saturday. Yeah, if they lose on Saturday, I, I already my, me and my dad already decided, like, we're going. I mean – I mean, personally, like just get it done and over with. I won't be able. I won't be able to see the Bandits game on TV anyways on Saturday. Sadly, um, I will be in Syracuse watching the Syracuse Mets and the Scranton Rail Riders. That's fun. What? Well, yeah, the uh, AAA affiliates of the Mets and the Yankees. So it'd be like a. It, it's the baby Yanks and the baby Mets. Nothing wrong. Can't go wrong with minor league baseball there, though. But. Uh, no, on that note, any other final thoughts or anything before we conclude, my good sir? Uh, no final thoughts for me. I think we touched everything once again. We about two hours now, which is typically what we do, even if we have not a lot to talk about, which we didn't today, and we still managed to make it here. So another good episode and be back probably next Thursday because that's when we just typically like to record now. Yeah, pretty much. Barring anything coming up in our lives because we don't get paid for this. No, eh, pretty much. Oh, I will have to say this. In two weeks, we're gonna have to re- not next week, but the week after, we will be re- we will have to record like late, like we will have to record earlier than Thursday. Okay, that's fine with me. As long, yeah, like I said, as long as you let me know, I'm good. With no, like me. letting you know right now. Like I'm actually because not next week, but next the week after. That's like when I'm going out to Syracuse, and then I'm going down to Philly. Gotcha. So like we so yeah next week normal normal business week after pod episode will be out a little bit earlier um we may not we'll probably be in like game three two or three of the stanley cup finals anyways um but no other than that i've got nothing um paiska i hope you're doing well um you, you you and your Celtics in five comments. I mean, you could be right. You could be wrong. I'm not going to go anywhere else with that. Um, but other than that, you know, that concludes another episode of the Lonely Heart Sports Podcast. Um, we are not funded by the Saudis. We are not funded by the Russians. We are not funded by anybody. Um, so, you know, we do, this out of, we do this out of the kindness and pureness of our hearts. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Jake may not have. Jake is most likely not going to have to get a Rangers tattoo logo, uh, tattooed logo tattooed on him. So good for him there. Until next week and the next episode. Keep on keeping on. Uh-huh.